finally here, football season. But do you know what this season is about? No? Well, let me walk you through it. This is more than the end of summer and the start of fall. This is what was built in the heat of July and August. This is weights, sprints, drills, blocks, and tackles. It's X's and O's, game film, scout team, and first team. This is the drive to be better, to prove something to all those doubters. This is the past, present, and future. It's the memories of Moss, Gigging, and Sapness, and the dreams of the greats to come. This is the Central League in Delaware County. This is Newtown Square, Marple, and Broomall, united. This is the Tiger Roar, Friday Night Lights. It's Shelly Strong. It's the cheerleaders, the alumni, teachers, and the student section. What do they call themselves again? Oh, yeah, the jungle. But most of all, this is the orange and black. This is Marple Newtown football. This is family. And family is everything. So sit back, grab your popcorn, and enjoy. This is 2015 Marple Newtown football. Five, four, three, two, one. It's in motion. It's a handoff to him. Far side. He's going to look to throw. Throws back. It's going to be intercepted middle of the field by Marple Newtown. That's Carmen Christiana. Another turnover for him, and he brings it inside the 40 to the 39-yard line for Marple Newtown. We'll see what they do here back on defense. Legal to return. Think, think. Up the middle goes Spring. Goes Marple Newtown. It's 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 Christiana up the middle across the 50 and down to the 46 yard line. Carmen Christiana on the fake punt and Marple Newtown into Springfield territory. Marple Newtown weathers the hawk. Passes down the sidelines. Hawk breaking tackles. Fights his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. What an excellent job by Abel Hawk. Out of the eye, it's a handoff to Sapness. He runs behind his blocker. Good patience across the 30, across the 40, across the 50. One man to beat, across the 35. On his feet, nearly tripped up. There he goes, Adrian Sapness. Touchdown. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing? That's oozing out your doggone hands. That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? Jonic, three wide receivers. Looking, looking. Pressure, ball comes out. Ball comes out. Scoop and score for Marple Newtown. Scoop and score for number 53 of Marple Newtown, Kyle Kelly. Brothers under center again now at, at midfield. 5.44 to go. And he's looking, looking. He's going to throw slant route to Abel Hoff. Makes the catch at the 40. He's inside. He's going to break away across the 20. Can one man the beat? He stays on his feet. Touchdown. Kennard tried to tackle him at the 5 and couldn't get both legs. And Hoff is in for a touchdown. Yep. It's a handoff to Sappers. Looking for a hole. He bounces to the outside after initial contact. A few more yards after initial contact. Still going. Breaks free. He's got the first down. He's got the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Adrian Sappers and the Tigers. Wow, what running by Adrian Sappers. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. 
This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers radio network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sprawl Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Brumar Glass, DZO Mechanical, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line at Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePentima, and Jim Olsman. We welcome you in live from Crozier Keystone Stadium for the home opener as the Marple Newtown Tigers take on the Penwood Patriots. Down on the field right now is Steve Reynolds. In addition to Eric DePentina, I'm Dave DePasqua. Marple Newtown would thank you for listening. Tonight is Military Appreciation Night as we thank those who protect and save this great country. We remember the events of September 11th, which occurred 14 years ago. Each coach on the Marple Newtown team will be wearing a 9-11 pin on their shirt with the phrase, Never Forget, on the bottom. Last week, the Tigers took care of business in their season opener, defeating Cardinal O'Hara 34-7. Marple Newtown looked to duplicate that success tonight. Penwood is also coming off an impressive victory as they defeated Ben Salem 20 to nothing. It has been a decade since the Tigers faced off against the Penwood Patriots. In 2005, Marple Newtown defeated the Patriots 27 to nothing. This game was the Tigers' edge in an all-time matchup, which led 7-6 in favor of Marple Newtown. Now I'm going to send it down to Eric on the field. Now, Eric, how is the atmosphere down there? So far, so good, Dave. Um, we got the little guys on the field right now getting ready for the uh, for the game tonight. Um, you know, people are still filing into their seats. Cheerleaders are getting ready to do their part. The, the band is in place. Um, looks good so far, but we're still waiting for people to come out, and uh, hopefully this home opener goes well. Back up to you, Dave. Thank you, Eric. As Marple Newtown has a great theme going out here. It's Military Appreciation Night, remembering 9-11 as the fans continue to come into the field. It looks like the junior Tigers from Marple Newtown are diagonal across the field. Now, Eric, have you got a chance to see some of these guys? They look like they're ready to play down there. Yeah, Dave. You know what? Some of them look like they're ready to suit up tonight for the Marple Newtown High School team. <laughs> they look pretty <laughs> aggressive out there. But, uh, no, nah, they look like they're just here to have a good time. Uh, it's a good cause, 9-11, something we need to remember as a country. And, um, you know, they're going to they're gonna be here, have some fun, and watch the game. It's going to be a good time. It's great to hear, Eric. As Marple Newtown, with 15 minutes to go until kickoff, has a lot to do. But last week, they're trying to build off an impressive victory as he defeated O'Hara 34-7. to Now, in that game, Abel Hoff rattled off eight receptions for 128 yards, one touchdown. Rushing, he went for six for 64 and two touchdowns. An impressive all-around effort, in addition moving... Marcus Weathers, the wide receiver, six catches for 92 yards and a rushing touchdown. Flipping with quarterbacks, they had Bobby Sedario, 11 for 15, 184. Two interceptions in addition to one touchdown through the air. Anthony Paoletti started the game in the first and fourth quarter, 6-9 for 85 yards and an impressive fade to the end zone for Carmen Christiane to give Tigers one last touchdown. 
Tencent, uh, excuse me, Tencent lost at the hand of Penwood as they rattled off 20 unanswered points. Controlling the ground as Rooley had 14 carries for 149 yards, two touchdowns, coming out from 50 yards and 22. So, Eric, for your keys to the game, what would you think Marple Newtown has to do to stop this Penwood offense and defense? Well, Dave, I think most importantly, it all starts with stopping Tavon Rooley with that huge game against Ben Salem last week. Um, does Marple Newtown have an answer for him? Uh, the good part about that is he was kind of the only guy that really did much for Ben Salem, or, excuse me, for Penwood. So, um, you know, if they can stop him, it looks like Marple Newtown might have a pretty good night uh, defensively. Um, now, as, a, as for offense for Marple Newtown, I think you're going to see, as usual, you're going to see Abel Hoff rushing the ball, catching the ball all over the place. He kind of put the team on his back in the second half of last week, and, and that really carried Marple Newtown to that big win at O'Hara. Um, you know, we'll, we'll probably see a little bit of Jack Fallows, I think, in the running game, and uh, a little bit of uh, Marlon Weathers, maybe Tavon Johnson. We'll see how it goes. Uh, looking forward to a good game, and, uh, you know, I think as long as they can stop Ruley on, on defense, then Marple Newtown should be good to go. From my point of view, I think you're going to be looking at the Battle of the Sevens. We were down on the field talking earlier as Penwood has number seven Chris, Christian Santos, who was their go-to wide receiver last week, compiling a bunch of receptions in addition to Marple Newtown's number seven, Abel Hoff. So you're going to be a Battle of the Sevens. Both go both ways. One's the defensive back, one's the wide receiver. It's going to be a great matchup on the outside in addition to the running game. As Eric said earlier, it's going to be great to see what Marple Newtown has in store tonight as Penwood is getting ready in their end zone. There's about 13 minutes on the clock before kickoff. As the fans continue to pile down, it's going to be a great atmosphere today. Steve Reynolds with, will be with us shortly. Eric, I keep sending it down to you. This, this crowd continues to drive piles in and in. Yeah, Dave, uh, you know, we just talked a few minutes ago. It's There's more people in the crowd now. In a few minutes, it's, it's continued to pile in. Um, you know, I think with uh, 9-11 being tonight, military appreciation, now you're going to see an extra amount of people out to the game, too, um, you know, to indulge in our little pregame festivities. Um, and I think we'll see. A, uh, it's going to be probably close to standing room only. I, I think there's a uh, good chance for that. Um, looking forward to a, a great atmosphere and a great night of football, Friday night lights here at Marple Newtown High School, Crozier Keystone Stadium. That's right. He's your cro- I mean, it's going to take a while, Eric, to get used to that new name because Harry Harvey Field was renamed this this season to Crozier Keystone Stadium for Marple Newtown. So a new name here for Marple Newtown. It's going to be a little different. Change is good. We saw Chris Gicking come in here, completely change the culture of Marple Newtown, going from a wing T formation to a shotgun formation. It's great to see the change in culture. And additionally, we have all these fans coming out. You see the younger ages. You see the middle school. You see elementary, high school, all around. It's a great community aspect all around, in addition to the band that is with us, who were great last week for Marple Newtown, going to O'Hara. O'Hara will be wearing their all white and blue uniforms, blue helmets, white unis. Marple Newtown will come out in their home unis. But it's going to be an interesting matchup, to say the least. Captains for Marple Newtown, number 7, Abel Hoff. Number 11, Marcus Weathers. Number 52, Matt McKee. 53, Kyle Kelly. And number 55, Gino DiCamillo. 
to go along with Matt Trainer. So a good group of seniors to go along with sophomores, as we saw last week, trying to make an impact. Who is your player to keep an eye on tonight, Eric? Well, offensively, I think, you know, it's so hard to, to not say Abel Hoff. I, I think he's just going to continue what he did last week, and he's going to be my breakout star for Marple Newtown again. I think for Penwood, I think um, – I, I agree with what you did on the, the, the number sevens for both teams. Santos, I think Santos is going to have a really good game for Penwood. And I think you're going to see, um, I agree with the battle of the sevens. It's going to be Abel Hoff and, uh, excuse me, Christian Santos. Those guys, look for them that have pretty good games for both teams. For my players again, I'm going to change it up and go with the other wide receiver, Marcus Weathers, who made an impact offensively last week, and he went the distance trying to make him used as a quarterback. Coach Gicking was in an interview with Marcus. He was giving a little wink to Nat Smith and the Delco Times saying he wanted to keep that a secret. So you saw the quarterback come out, go with the sneak, able to find the end zone, in addition to playing wide receiver where he put up numbers, 6 or 92, and that rushing touchdown, not bad for a converted quarterback to wide receiver over the summer. So it was very interesting to see. Defensively, I would like to see Noah Turner, defensive lineman, make his presence known as Rooley will be running that ball consistently for Penwood. And they're offensively, you got to stop that running game. Rooley will be attacking this Marple Newtown defense. Now, in addition to the booth, we'll have Steve Reynolds joining us shortly as these fans continue to pile in. We remember 9-11 today, 14th anniversary in addition to the booth we now have Steve welcome back up to the booth thanks guys thanks guys uh, good to be up here um, just getting ready for some football tonight under the lights game two against Penwood and uh, you know a lot a lot of uh, ceremony going on before again you know 9-11 I'm sure you talked about uh, Greg so we're getting ready to go here uh, I was going to ask you, Steve, about the pins because all the coaches are wearing the pins that say uh, 9-11, never forget. Yeah, so uh, it was a great idea by our executive producer, Jim Walsman, to purchase these pins. Uh, all the proceeds go to the Schwenksville um, Memorial Site where United 93 happened in Pennsylvania, and uh, all the coaches, administrators are wearing this pin, which it, it's great. And, uh, again, you, you know, everyone who was old enough will never forget where they were on September 11, 2001. I believe it was a Tuesday, and it's just, I woke up this morning, went outside, lowered my flag to half staff, said a little prayer, and it just, it's crazy, almost, was it, almost 3,000 people that mm-hmm. lost their lives that day, it's, uh, it's, it's incredible, and, you know, it's such a nice thing for us to be wearing these pants, and then followed by this moment of silence that we're going to have, uh, you know, in a few moments here. All right, thank you, Steve. In addition, there will be a moment of silence to remember those from the terrorist attacks. But before that, Steve, who are your players of the game to keep an eye on? So, from Marple Newtown, it's going to be that slew of running backs. Weathers, Hoff, Fallos, and Johnson. I expect them to have a big game coming out tonight. Each getting the ball, just like last week. But I, I really think one of them is going to break loose. I don't know who it's going to be. All four of them are capable of breaking loose. Um, and then for Penwood, look out for Jordan Johnson, the 6'6", 266-pound uh, lineman. He's fast off the edge at the end and can block on uh, offense. And the sophomore, Raheem Bowens. He's new this year, sophomore. 
Coach Nick Lincoln said, watch out for this kid. His older brother plays at Boston College. Uh, so this kid's going to might have a breakout game uh, tonight or throughout the season at wideout. Thank you, Steve. As Eric and I were talking about the battles of the sevens, Abel Hoff versus Santos both go toe-to-toe offensively and defensively. Is there anything on film that caught your eye from this both playmakers? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, Santos, he's an athlete, just like Hoff. Very fast, quick off the ball, and he can get open. And, um, you know, I'm really looking forward. And, you know, Hoff, in my opinion, the best, one of the best players in the Central League, if not Delaware County. Uh, started great last year, or last week, uh, 100 and over 100 all-purpose yards and three touchdowns. So, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be a, a very uh, interesting game. Now, a quarterback carousel last week. We saw Bobby Sedario going second, third quarter. Anthony Paoletti going first and fourth. Is there anything we should expect differently from Coach Gicking today, Steve? Um, hey, I mean, last week they were very balanced. 144 rushing yards, 269 passing yards. Expect that dynamic offense. Three different quarterbacks, four different running backs, a slew of wide receivers, a very stout offensive line. Um, so expect the same things that you saw last week, just very explosive out there. And they want to try and get up early on Penwood. Absolutely. is One of the keys to my game is turnovers. Last week saw an early turnover off a punt return. Marcus Weathers bounced off his hands, and O'Hare was able to jump on top of it. Is there a key to your game? As Eric already mentioned, the ground attack and staying up front strong. Again, I'll go off of what Eric said, dominant up front. you got to perform dominant up front. Number two, stay disciplined on defense. They have speed. All right, Don't over-pursue. Stay disciplined. Cover their guys. All right, If you're on block, squeeze down as you're taught as a D lineman. And three, as I said, you know, score early. Start early. Get up on them early, okay? and you're going to have a s- successful game with your Marple Newtown. I'm going to send it down to Eric on the sideline as Marple Newtown comes out on the field in addition to a limo coming across the track. Well, Dave, it's a pretty interesting pregame ceremony, one of the uh, uh, most um, unique things I've seen in my high school uh, career announcing games. Um, you know, we got Mike Shelley coming out of that limo right now. What a special moment for him, battling cancer last year and walking onto the field. Uh, what an inspiration. Um, you know, and, and just to honor in uh, the military appreciation night. And... Uh, it's pretty rowdy down here right now. Back up to you, Dave. Thank you, Eric. It's Marple Newtown. That was a great moment last week, Steve, seeing Mike Shelley get on the field against O'Hara. Continued to saw the special in the Delco times by Matt Smith. Overall, great performance as I honor everyone down right now. It's, it's unbelievable. You saw the paper, in the paper uh, the, the write-up by Matt Smith on Michael Shelley, his whole his whole battle. And, uh, you know, he was a player of the week for the TRN. Uh, done well, very well by Greg uh, Pecco. And, uh, you know, he's running out to the field tonight. I mean, he, he's a true warrior. Comes out last week, plays in his first varsity game a year after being diagnosed. So, way to go, Mike. Thank you, Steve. As executive producer said, Shelly Strong. And that was the mantra last year, Shelly Strong. This team really carried it. They're going to carry it in this year as well because uh, Mike is an inspiration. Junior Tigers running off the field as Marple Newtown joined the field. It's great to see all the young Tigers. And that's what Coach Gicking brought, community. It was a great community out here. And, uh, you know, just getting everyone involved, it's, it's outstanding. Where is it? 
Marple Newtown in their black uniforms, new orange tiger unis. And a special moment here. We also honor Dr. Carey, the new superintendent um, for Marple Newtown School District, as well as Donald Tabar, a veteran here tonight. And right now, um, the captains are going to go out with honorary captains of Wild Bill Granary, the uh, veteran, World War II veteran. Um, of Easy Company, 101st Airborne, um, who passed away a couple years back in March. And uh, he was a part of Band of Brothers, if you heard of that, Stephen Ambrose's book and Tom Hanks' uh, miniseries. And it's very special to see some of his, uh, his great-grandson out here. And, um, you know, it's very, uh, very nice. And our, our PA announcer, Jim Allsman, is reading a whole... Um, a list of things that he accomplished in the military. And, he, and he's very big around here in Delaware County. He's born in South Philadelphia. And there's going to be a statue unveiling of him next Saturday at the Delco um, Veterans Memorial, Westchester Pike in Newtown Square, right down the road from Marple Newtown at noon. Everyone is welcome. So um, it's very it's very important. It's very nice to see uh, his family out here representing him in the middle of the field, especially on a day like 9-11. Absolutely. As the captains go to the center of the field, it is great to see as Penwood comes out with their four captains, number 54, Kenny Nagama. You also have number two, their quarterback, Javon Terrell, number three, Tavon Ruley. In addition to number seven, Christian Santos, as I said in pregame. We're going to send it down to the field. Marple Newtown will receive the ball to begin this game. So a little different. Last week we won the toss. Coach can decide to kick it off defense on the field. This time he wants the ball first. I think he wants to score early, get up on this team early. Let's see if this dynamic offense can uh, start where they left off last week. So I'm going to send it down to Eric, go along the sideline. Now, Eric, what else is going on down there? Are all the troops getting ready for this game? Yeah, um, Marple Newtown is in their huddle right now. They're discussing over their, their, with their game plan for the kickoff here. And, uh, and whatever they're going to do tonight. Uh, about ready to kick off in uh, a couple minutes. Thank you, Eric. As we are getting ready for the national anthem. To all who sacrificed that day from ground zero to the Pentagon, to the heroic passengers on Flight 93 in Jacksonville, Pennsylvania, we remember on this anniversary, we honor those brave men and women by continuing to show our unity and strength as a country as we pay tribute to their memory.
Please remain standing for the playing of our national anthem by the Marble Newtown High School Tiger Marching Band. Marple Newtown concludes the Marple Newtown marching band. It is time for some football, Steve. And I just want to take a moment and just, you know, say what an excellent job done by Marple Newtown tonight with honoring uh, some military tonight on Military Appreciation Night, going into a moment of silence for 9-11 and uh, fo- uh, uh, followed by the national anthem sung by the awesome MN marching band. And now we're ready for some football. All right, exactly, Steve. Kicking off will be Penwood. Marple Newtown will receive the ball to begin this game. Returning for Marple Newtown, number seven, Abel Hoff. To his side, it will be Riley Philman. Kicking off for Penwood will be number 31, Abraham Charles. And a quick thing to notice, Steve, Marple Newtown looks like they've all moved up on the kick returns, probably trying to get a good return to begin this game. Yeah, it's maybe something they saw on film. He, uh, the kicker doesn't kick as far. Um, so, you know, good coaching strategy, move the guys up. Charles kicks off. It's a squib kick received at the 36-yard line. Marple Newtown will begin with great field position. 86 with the return, Ryan Schneider. Good job by Schneider. Uh, heads up play the senior. The squib kick just land on it, fold to the ground, let your offense come out here. And it's going to be number three, Anthony Paoletti, who finished the fourth quarter in last week's game at Cardinal O'Hara. So something similar as we saw at O'Hara. Paoletti started the game, continues in week two as this drive starts on the 41-yard line. Paoletti comes out, shotgun formation, three wide receiver set. Abel Hoff in the backfield. Same thing as last week's, able to find room and able to get to the four it's going to be up to the 38 yard line Steve to number 15 or number 50 excuse me Adams the junior in on the tackle there and you saw how stout they are in their front seven last week they did it all game against Ben Sam with a 20 nothing shutout right there they bottle up uh, Abel Hoff 
Same formation, no huddle. Marple Newtown comes out. Paoletti tosses it to the outside, intended for Marcus Weathers, incomplete. I like the play call there. Uh, hurry up offense, just like last week, right on the ball. A little curl route by Marcus Weathers, just outside of him a little bit. Probably would have picked up a first down. It's going to be third down and about 7-4 Marple Newtown, 11:22 on the clock. It's a big third down conversion to begin this game. Tigers come out. Trips formation to the near side. Fallows in the backfield. Ball is snapped. Ball is snapped. And it is a scrum at the center position. It looked like Paoletti wasn't ready for that. Yeah, it was an interesting play there. I'm not sure what occurred there. but It's going to bring up a fourth down here in the punting unit. Number one, Riley Philman's going to punt it away. So Philman comes out for a punt from Marple Newtown. It's fourth and seven. It's a great stop by Penwood. I mean, they're coming off a high, a shutout. I mean, you get a shutout, you're pumped up. And you know, they want to keep that going this season. Santos, number seven. Beautiful punt. It's going to take him all the way back to the 20-yard line. He's able to go off the far side, getting a few blocks, making a move, and is taken down. It's going to be stopped at the 30-yard line. Number eight, Carmen Christiana, a sure tackler, comes in and makes a nice stick on the ball carrier as Penwood's offense comes on the field for the first time tonight. The first thing we talked about in pregame, you're going to have to stop the running tack of Ruley, who picked up a big chunk of yards last week, scoring from 50 yards out in 22. Penwood will start with 10-29 on the clock at their own 29-yard line. Yeah, Ruley with 149 yards and two scores, as you mentioned, Dave. Terrell comes out, shotgun formation. Three wide out set. It's going to be a pass down the field intended for number one, Bowens, incomplete. He saw Ruley there in the shotgun. Sends out a player. You call that a clear out. Little decoy. He looks the other way and tries to complete a pass just over the head of his receiver, bringing up second down for Penwood. Second down and 10. Terrell comes out, same formation. Three wide receiver set, two in the backfield. It's going to be a little misdirection. Handoff going off to the near side, and he is stuffed. Ball is loose. Ball is loose. And it looks like, and they're point Marble Newtown's way. Excellent job there by the Tigers. Looks like Gino DiCamillo, maybe Matt McKee were in on the tackle there. I'm not sure who, who recovered it, but an excellent job by the Tigers. Their way to recover. It was a misdirection. Looked like the ball carrier is going to pick up a good amount of yardage there. Marple Newtown does a great job getting the ball back, putting Paoletti in this offense in great uh, scoring position. That was number 22, Tayshawn Harmon on the carry, the freshman. Now, Eric, going down towards the sidelines, is Marple Newtown rejuvenated? Pumped up right now. Uh, Marple Newtown sideline is going pretty crazy right now. Uh, a bad, disappointing first drive, and now they got a chance to redeem themselves on offense right here. Back up to you, Dave. Thank you, Eric. It's Paoletti shotgun formation. Looking, looking. He's scrambling. He's going off to the far side. He is taken down in the backfield. That's great coverage there by Penwood. It's a coverage sack. 
Pele doesn't see anything, doesn't force anything. That's very important. Again, he's a sophomore, plays like he's a seasoned vet senior, uh, rolls out, tries to find something, and he's brought down. Um, it is a negative play, but again, he doesn't force anything. You're in great field position. As I always say, play to live another down. Nagama gets a, a sack of two yards. Can bring second and 12 with 9.40 on the clock for Paoletti. It's going to be trips to the near side. We're going to have Hoff. Rufo and Weathers. Handoff is going to go to the running back. Fowler is going off the far side as there are flags all over the place as he goes out of bounds. That's going to be a late hit when you see all those flags from every single ref on that side. And there, there you have it. Jack Fowler is one of the four running backs we talked about. Takes the ball, bounces to the outside, close to a first down, and it looks like they're going to tackle on another 15. Great running there by Fallows. Going to send it down to the field. Personal foul, face mask, defense, half the distance to the goal. Ball will be put on the 14. Ball will be spotted on the 14-yard line, Steve. So free yards puts Marple Newtown in the in the red zone where our man Eric Depentima will be ready. Oh, he's ready, all right. Ball will be spotted on the 14-yard line of Marple Newtown. Comes out. It's going to be shotgun formation. Trips to the near side. You have Weathers, Rufo, and Hoff. In the backfield is Johnson, the sophomore. Excuse me, it's going to be Weathers who's going to get the handoff and find the crease, but only going to pick up a few yards. He tries to find a few yards there behind his big offensive line, but Pemwell does a good job there staying home and wrapping him up there. Looks like number 24, Brody, the junior, came in and made the stop. It's going to be a gain of one yard. Kelly rolling to his left. Looks towards the end zone. It's going to come down. It's going to be incomplete intended for Rufo. Number 31, Abraham Charles, a senior at cornerback, comes makes a great play on the ball. Rufo, I mean, he was in tight coverage, but Paoletti put in a great position where only Rufo could get it. And Abraham, Abraham Charles does a good job of batting it away, bringing up third down there. But the offensive line did a good job there. On the left side, it looked like Lazawicki and uh, Kevin Hahn, who's filling in at guard tonight. A little um, shuffling around. Pat Carr, the original left guard, goes to center. Ryan Rhodes is out right now with injury. And Kevin Hahn comes in, rotating at guard. So they did a good job of caving in that one side. It's going to be empty backfield. Pale Letty is going to roll out to his right. He's going to take a sack. It's going to be a loss of, of five yards. But there is a flag on the play. That's Adams there. The junior comes in and makes a nice play there. Might be in the vicinity of holding. Penwood coaches waving. They decline. Offense. Penalty declined. Fourth down. Now, look at number big 84, Georgie Boy, going to line up here. and Looks like the ball's on the 20, maybe 21. 
Ball's going to be spotted on the 21-yard line. So this is very makeable, about a 38-yard field goal attempt for Lambritios. He has the leg. It's just going to depend on the hold, of course, the snap, and the upfront blocking. But we've seen it. Lambritios can uh, make this field goal. It's going to be his first attempt of the season. It's going to be a 38-yard attempt for Lambritios, the senior. Snap is good. Kick is up. Kick is no good. They're going to wave it off, Steve. <laughs> Look good. I mean, it's so hard to tell from the press box. Uh, but one of those cases where it might have just went over the upright so high that um, it was just slight. I don't know if it was to the right or the left. But unfortunately, Lambritos couldn't connect there. And the defense is going to come back out here. And, um, you know, it's a great, great play call. You're not going to punt in that situation. You're not going to go for it. So, good job there uh, by Penwood holding and stopping Marple Newtown. The Patriots offense comes out. I formation, two wide receivers sitting near side. Flag's going to be thrown. It's going to be in the vicinity of false start, Steve. Yeah, it looked like the left guard for Penwood moved before. The Tigers defender came across the line. Legal procedure. Offense. First down. They'll move Penwood back five yards. They're going to put him on the 15-yard line. First and 15 for the Patriots. 7.56 on the clock. Patriots. Ball is snapped. It's going to be a handoff to 22 to the far side where he is stuffed at about the line of scrimmage. Number 22 is Harmon, the freshman, who just had the fumble. Harmon, I like that play call by Nick Licking, the Penwood head coach, second-year head coach. You know, you're, the young freshman fumbles. You don't, you know, take him out of the game, make him sit out, sulk it. You put him right back in and give him the ball again, rebuild his confidence. It's a great job by uh, head coach Lincoln, but even better job by Marple Newtown to stuff him there. So great job after a penalty, bring up second down and long. Second and 14. The Patriots come out. Four wide receiver set trips in near side. Good call. Thank you. There was some confusion on the Patriots sideline. We're going to go to our first commercial break. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack. And you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. We welcome you back. Penwood, 2nd and 14 from their own 16-yard line. Shotgun formation, trips to the near side. It's going to be a read option. It's going to be a handoff. It's going to be number 21 finding a spin move. 
continues to drag Marple Newtown defenders. He's going to be spotted at the 47-yard line. Welton does a great job there, just breaking tackles. Glimpses of Adrian Sadness last year. He picks up a good chunk of yardage for a Patriot first down. My question, where's Rule? You haven't seen Rule get one handoff yet, Steve. A little different than last week. Penwa comes out, same formation. It's going to be another read option. Terrell keeps it. Excuse me, that's Rooley playing quarterback. Yeah, so Rooley, this time he's right on cue. He keeps it there on the read option, picks up a first down there. So back-to-back first downs for Penwood. Puts Penwood in business. They're going to be spotted on the 39-yard line. 14-yard gain. It's going to be a handoff to 21 going off the left side. And Weldon pick up a decent amount of yards. Turner and McEwen in on the tackle there for Marble Newtown. So after back-to-back first downs, Marble Newtown does a good job staying composed. Makes a nice stop there for about three-yard gain for Penwood. It's going to set up second and seven. A little different. You got a little wildcat going on. Really decent amount of carries last season. You haven't seen Terrell in this series, Steve. Yeah, and just shows you the versatility that Penwood also has on their offensive side of the ball. Mark? Rooley in at quarterback. It's going to be shotgun formation. Ball's going to be snapped. Ball is loose. Ball is loose. Marple Newtown jumps on it. The center snapped it for you. It was ready. Marple Newtown jumped on it. And it looked like it was going to be a false start. The players throw a false start offside, but what you don't see in the middle of that line is the center that snapped it. So clean play. Good job by the refs and not throwing an early flag there. Once again, Marple Newtown football on their second turnover of the game. A little different down there, Eric, as Marple Newtown gets their second turnover of the game. Yeah, Dave. Uh, now they're rejuvenated again on the sidelines. Let's see if Marple Newtown can counter and uh, pull one in the end zone with this drive here. Uh, Coach Gick was pretty fired up on the sidelines there. Kind of, kind of upset as well with the uh, with the way Pemble was running all over him there. But hopefully their offense can uh, get it together here and make a play. Marple Newtown takes over on the, their own 38-yard line, 5:55 on the clock. Paletti comes out, shotgun formation. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff, bouncing off, dragging defenders down to the 44-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of about six. Number five, Johnson, and number 27, Copper, in on the tackle. Looks like Hoff was going to be stuffed for about a two-yard game, but he keeps on fighting for six yards. Great run there on first down, but you can see how quick their edge defenders are for Penwood, crashing down and making plays. A little different than last week. Hoff lined up in the backfield once again. Three wide receiver set. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff. Bouncing it off to the outside. Spinning. Making his way down the field. It's going to be spotted at the 44-yard line of Penwood. Ran out of bounds, but there is a flag back towards the line of scrimmage. And the refs explain to Coach Gickin. It's going to come back here. A hold. Probably not needed. But nonetheless, a hold going to bring back an excellent run, first down run by Abel Hoff. Going to send it back down to the field. They're going to mark it all the way back to the 35-yard line. So it negates the big play by Hoff. So ball be spotted down on the 35. Marple Newtown comes out. Same formation, a little different now. 
Hoff takes a breather. Paoletti. This could be a keeper by Paoletti going out to the outside, a little misdirection. It's a great job there on the read option. She's a DN crash. She pulls it, and Paoletti's a tough kid. Also plays middle linebacker on occasion, other than quarterback. So he lowers his shoulder there and picks up a few extra yards. It's going to set up third and four from the 44-yard line. 4.30 to go on the clock in this first quarter. Third and four for the Tigers. Color analyst Steve Reynolds is a little fired up next to me right now. This pilot, he comes out, shotgun formation, four wide receiver set. Ooh, and they're going to call a delay game. And you don't see that much in high school. They don't look like they took that much longer. I mean, it looked, you know, and had they been doing a hurry up offense, but they huddled up there, came up to the line, and that's a costly penalty on third down, going to push it back five yards, third and nine. Big penalty as Abelhoff will come back into the game now. It's going to set up third and nine. Changes the game plan too, Steve. You got third and short. You have a bunch of options. Possibly run it now. It looks like a clear passing situation with trips to the near side. Pale Eddie under center. It's gonna be a screen pass to Hoff, who catches it running up the field, able to pick up the first down. He's gonna get down to the 50-yard line, pick up of 11. Excellent play call there by. Coach Gicking, get it to your playmaker on the outside on a wide receiver screen. Go behind your, your blockers, Weathers and Rufo. So good job there by Marple Newtown to pick up a first down on third and nine. Big first down to keep this drive alive. And you love to see that. Your receivers are only out there to you know catch the passes. They're in there to block. So Weathers and Rufo did an excellent job there. Four wide receiver set once again. Pale Letty. Rolling out to his left, going deep down the sidelines. He has a completion with Abelhoff. We're going to send it down to Eric Rayers right down on the field. Well, I was literally right next to that catch right there. Um, the safety came over for Penwood. It looked like he might have made, was going to pop Abelhoff, but Abelhoff just made a spectacular catch along the sidelines right there. That'll set up the Tigers within the within uh, Penwood's 20 right now. Thank you, Eric. Ball is spotted on the 16-yard line. Marble Newtown ready to go as Hoff was open down the sideline, Steve. Pallet, comes right out. It's going to be a handoff to the running back, number six in Johnson, who was spun down. Looks like he's tackled there by number six, Amir Vaughn, the junior. But going back to the last play, excellent protection by the offensive line. Paoletti puts the ball only where Abel Hoff can get it. As Eric talked about, Hoff beat the corner. Safety was coming over. It looked like he was going to make a play on it, but excellent touch there by Paoletti. And a great job by Hoff bringing it in along the sideline. Ball is spotted on the 13-yard line, so it gets a gain of three. Second down and seven for Paoletti and this Tiger offense. It's going to be trips to the far side. Weathers goes in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Johnson, who fumbles the ball. It's going to depend on who has the ball. Penwood is saying they have it, and it is Penwood football. Three fumbles in this first quarter. 
So there you have it. Two young guys. The, the, so, the freshman on Penwood fumbles. Now the sophomore on Marple Newtown fumbles. But, you know, he's got to pick his head up. Johnson's going to go back out on defense now, play some cornerback. He's got to know to, you know, forget about that play, going into the next play, make a play now on defense. And I think he will. He's a smart player. Patriots come out on their own 15-yard line after the fumble, 2.42 on the clock. Penwood comes out. It's going to be four wide receiver set. Continues to be read option for number 22, Harmon. So you're seeing a heavy dose of the freshman today for the Patriots. Yeah, he's doing a good job out there running, finding lanes behind his offensive line. Uh, Matt McKee comes in out of his middle linebacker position, makes the stick on him for about a two, a three-yard gain to be exact. So Marlboro Newtown's got to, you know, they got to recover here. It looks like they're driving, about to score off their second turnover, and then uh, a fumble on the exchange uh, by Marple Newtown. So they cough up their ball. So Penwood with two turnovers, Marple Newtown with one thus far in the first quarter. Heavy dose of the read option. As Ruley throws it, they're calling it incomplete, nearly intercepted by Carmen Christiana. Christian, he's a playmaker. We saw him last year as a sophomore make plays. This year he comes up out of a safety position, almost had the ball, just trapped it with the turf there. Referee saw a good call there. So a big third down here by Mar- for Marple Newtown. It's going to be third down and seven on their own 18-yard line. Something you don't see, Ruley, the running back from last week, throwing the ball. So you said earlier in pregame, a lot of athletes, interchangeable parts, something different, especially being in week two. That's tough for a defense to, you know, try to key on all these different athletes, all these different playmakers. And Penguins having just a tough time on defense as well with Marple's playmakers. Now there's going to be a flag down on the field. And there's going to be a delay game on them, so... We saw Marple Newtown get a delay game. Ball, ball will be moved back down to the 13-yard line, Steve. We're saying Marple Newtown get a penalty on third down and short, makes it third and long. Penwood, same thing, third down and manageable. Now it's third and long for them. So definitely different uh, play call coming out here. It's me, empty backfield for Ruley, who puts... Six and motion, but there's another flag down on the field. Dead ball foul. Legal procedure. Center. Third down. Last week we saw a lot of heavy dose of Amir Vaughn doing that jet sweep in that motion. That's the way it looked like right there. Yeah, I'm not sure if they were going to run the jet, but they were going to at least run something off the jet sweep there. But again, you see jet motion coming to the wide side of the field. Your edge defenders, DNs, outside backer has to be prepared for that, especially with a playmaker like Vaughn. Ruley, shotgun formation. It seems to be confusion for the Patriots offense. Ruley going, rolling, rolling. He's going to keep it. He's going to cut back in the middle of the field. Spin move, but is taken down at the 11-yard line. That's an excellent job by, it looked like it was either Trainer or number 10, Noah Turner, to come backside and make the play. I believe it was Turner. But it looked like Ruley had some room to run there. But good job by Turner. Coming from defensive end position, running about 10 yards up the field and making a play. We saw that a lot by Vinny Civerdelli last year, making plays downfield from his defensive line position. 
Back to return for Marble Newtown's Abelhoff. So it's just Hoff this week. Last week was two guys. Nearly blocked by the Tigers as Abel's going to let it roll. It's going to take a Penwood bounce. Ball will be spotted on the 39-yard line. With one minute to go in this first quarter, Steve. This first quarter seems like eternity. I mean, it's already been about 20 minutes going on uh, with a minute to go here in the first quarter. As Marpunita comes out here, Paylotti again leading the troops. Trying to see if they can get something going here. The ball on their 40-yard line. Ball spotted on the 40-yard line. It's going to be first and 10 with a minute 03 remaining in this first quarter. Tigers. The referee timeout there. Paletti under center, four wide out set. Hoff. It's going to be thrown to Hoff, who was in the slot. He's going to bounce it to the outside, and he's going to pick up all the way down to the 48-yard line of Penwood. So a little bubble pass there by Hoff. And just like when he, you think he can't get to the edge, he's so quick. He gets out there, picks up a first down, and gets out of bounds for Marple Newtown. So a good play right at right off first down there as Marple Newtown crosses midfield. You've seen twice Marple Newtown trying to dump it off the Hoff to be able to get some open space. Paletti comes back out. It's going to be shotgun formation, trips to the far side. Paletti going to the far side. It's going to be caught by Weathers, who's breaking tackles, going along the sideline. It's going to be taken down at the 32-yard line with 40 seconds remaining in the first quarter. And they have Weathers there on that little curl route. Makes a catch. Beautifully thrown ball right into his hands by Paletti. And he turns up field behind his blocker. Once again, Chris Rufer making a nice block to spring another first down for Marple Newtown. Good job all around by the offense. But there will be a flag after the play. Referees discussing it. It's going to be a sideline warning. So initial, yeah, and that's just giving the ref some room there. And Joe Gordon is the sideline uh, get-back coach. Uh, he's got to do a better job down. I'm going to I'm going to give him an earful at halftime. Tyletti comes out. It's going to be a low snap. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows, who's bottled up at the line of scrimmage. Good job there by the front seven. Fifteen Copper, number twenty-seven. The junior comes up, makes a play on Fallows, the ghost. But Fallows looked like he was stopped in the backfield. Keeps on churning those legs and picks up one yard there for the Tigers. The Tigers want to got one more play. There's going to be 15 seconds remaining. It's going to be second down and nine. They have plenty of time here to get this play off. It's like Chip Kelly, man. Pelletti snaps it with three seconds remaining. Going down the field, intend for Abel Hoff. It's going to be incomplete as he threw it into double coverage. 31 had great play. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. 
They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. We welcome you back to the beginning of the second quarter. Score is tied 0-0. Plethora of turnovers. There's two fumbles by Penwood, one by Marple Newtown. Explain the 0-0 right now. Well, just good defense and some sloppy offense. As you said, three turnovers combined, two for Penwood, one for Marbutown, and both teams, just when they're getting something started, they end up coughing up the ball on the turf. But uh, you have to credit this defense for both sides coming to play. Paletti under center, trips to the far side. Fallows the ghost in the backfield. It's going to be intended screen pass. He's going to throw it to a wide open. Weathers down the field. Slides down. He was able to make a baseball slide and catch at the 10-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of 21 yards, Steve. So, interesting play call there. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, not interesting play call, but interesting sequence right there. As it looked like it was going to be a screen pass. The defensive lineman came rushing in and uh he was a Paoletti or Sidario? I believe that was Paoletti. Paoletti, yes. Still in the game. Finds a wide open Weathers as he falls and makes a heck of a catch there. Looks like they jumped a screen pass. Open wide receiver. Now it's going to be a swing pass out to Abel Hoff. Going to the corner of the end zone. It's going to be touchdown Marple Newtown for nine yards out. It's going to be a nine-yard touchdown for Abel Hoff. It's fourth of the season. Excellent job there by Hoff. Paoletti gets... To the playmaker in open field. He gets the edge once again and crosses that pylon. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. Marple Newtown scores with 11.34 to begin this second quarter. In for the extra point is George Lambritios holding Carmen Christiana. Out of a Carmen Christiana. There is a flag down. It's going to be a neutral zone infraction on Penwood. Marple Newtown electing to go for two right now as Coach Gicking is gathering the troops. Eric down the sidelines. What do you think's going on? It looks like they're just talking it over real quick. Uh, they're kind of indecisive whether they want to go for two because they're closer or just kick it in with the reliable Lambritios. It looks like the offense is going on the field and uh, Pioletti's under center with Hoff in the backfield. Interesting play call. As I see Gino DiCamillo now on the special teams. 
It's going to be a quarterback keeper. Now it's going to be a handoff to Abel Hawford. A two-point conversion is good. It's going to be 8 nothing Marple Newtown in the second quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Welcome back. Marple Newtown scores off a nine-yard reception by Abel Hoth. Sets up a two-point conversion. It's encroachment. Put him on the one. Able to give it to Hoth. Make it two-point. Give me eight-nothing. Kick it off for Marple Newtown is Big George Lambritios. Kick is up. Kick is going to be into the end zone. It's going to be a touchback. Patriots will start with 11.34 on the clock. <laughs> Great job by uh, George Lambricios there. Get some frustration out on that kick after missing the extra, or missing the field goal in the first quarter and then being pulled out after the penalty. Coach King decides to go for 2 nothing against Lambricios, but smart play call there as he puts in that meatball package, as he calls it, and uh, hands it off to uh, Abel Hoff for the two-point conversion. Keep talking about meatballs. You're making me hungry, Steve. Ooh. Too many Italians on this uh, broadcast to start <laughs> talking about meatballs. It's going to be shotgun formation from Ruley. Now it's going to be Terrell's going to swing it out to Santos. Incomplete. There is a flag on the play. Terrell intended for Santos. Incomplete. It's going to be a legal man downfield. There you have it. They're going to decline it, looks like. Now they're asking if they want to decline it or accept it here. Field on a pass. It was declined by Marple Newtown, who would rather take the down than the yards. It's going to set up second down and 10 on their own 20. You see the quarterback carousel for them, too, because now you got Terrell coming in that quarterback where Ruley was coming in the first quarter. Now Ruley moves back to running back position. Terrell in at quarterback. Shotgun formation. Trips to the near side. It's going to be a handoff to Ruley on the far side. Making a move. He's got daylight. And he's going to be brought down by Carmen Christiana on the far sideline. Ball is going to be spotted on their own 48-yard line. So it's going to be a 28-yard gain for the Patriots. So you got Ruley back at the running back position. 
doing what he did last week. So it looks like Penn wants to try some new things in the first quarter, go back to what worked last week, and really picks up a huge first down there for Penwood. Patriots come out. Carroll's looking. He's going down the sidelines. It is caught by Vaughn, who makes a move, and it's going to be down at the Marple Newtown 37-yard line. And Terrell finds his open receiver there, Vaughn, in... Thirty-seven. So he sits in coverage and picks up a first down for Penwood. It's going to be a handoff to Ruley. It's coming off the near side. It's a big block by number one, Bowens, as Ruley gets all the way down to the 35-yard line, pickup of two. Dylan Conan had five tackles last week, comes in from his cornerback position, makes a nice play there on first down, bringing up second down for the Patriots. A little something different now. You had the read option. Now you're throwing the ball down the field. Something Patriots are driving. It's going to be empty backfield for Terrell. In motion goes Vaughn. It's going to be a pitch to Vaughn on the outside. And he is going to be taken down in the backfield. Excellent job there by the Tigers. Justin McEwen. So on that toss play again, talk about edge defenders. You have to set the edge outside linebacker DN. Marbury does a great job there, forces it inside, and McEwen comes in and makes it a play, bring up third down. It's going to be a loss of about two to three yards. It's going to set up third and ten. With 10-20 remaining in this second quarter, Terrell comes out, shotgun formation. Ruling in the backfield, Santos in the slot. In motion goes Vaughn. Play action pass going down the field, intended for Santos incomplete. And there's Santos, number seven. We talked about him pregame. And Terrell had him open. Would have been a first down or close to one, just incomplete there. And a fourth down, interesting call. They're going to punt it, try to pin Marple Newtown, or, or go for it. It looks like they're going to go for it here. 10.02 on the clock, fourth down and 10 for the Patriots. They had to open the receiver in Santos across the middle, incomplete. Terrell comes out. It's going to be four wide receivers to the near side. 37-yard In motion goes Ruley. It's going to be a handoff to Ruley. He's going to throw it down the field. Incomplete. That's a good job. Good discipline there. Number 15 for Marple Newtown. Stays home. There's a flag down north towards the Marple Newtown sidelines. We're going to see what this is about. They're clapping. Offense penalty declined. Great job there by Marple Newtown. So we talked about jet sweep to Ruley. Looked like he was going to run it. Steps back and tries to find the guy. But great discipline by Dylan Conan, the junior, to stay back and make a play. Stay at home, especially in these trick plays. Ruley's been quarterback. He's been able to throw the ball down the field. You still go in motion. Marple Newtown will take over. But 9.55 on the clock. You're going to see a change in at quarterback, Steve. You're going to see now the switch to Bobby Sedario. Sedario. It's going to throw it to the far side. It's caught by Weathers. 
who's going to be down at the 44-yard line. It's going to be pickup of seven. David Rush, number eight. The sophomore comes in and makes a play. But up before Sedario connects the Weathers on the seven-yard gain. The sophomore goes one for one. Unlike last week, his first pass was down the field for a 60-yard bomb. This time it's going to be a handoff to Weathers, making a juke move, going to the outside. As Weathers continues to go down the field, he's going to be taken down in Penwood territory. Ball is going to be spotted on the 36-yard line. Great job by this big offensive line. And to get downfield, Lazowicki and company. Looked like Han was down there. And the receivers that we talked about, the blocking receivers do a good job to spring. Marlin Weathers, so back-to-back plays the Weathers, but Marcus and Marlin, so good job there by Marple Newtown. The freshman picks up a decent amount of yards, going to set up first and 10 at the 37-yard line. Sedario, shotgun formation, it's going to be a pass in the near side, caught by number 16 of Marple Newtown. Cameron Math is making a first appearance. There you go, Cameron Math. He's an athlete, all right. Plays some safety and a wide receiver for the Tigers. The junior comes in there, gets the pass from Sidario, and does a good job picking up a first down for Marple Newtown. It was a 10-yard pickup for Marple Newtown. Sedaria comes out throwing. He's got two completions, one the Weathers, one the Mathis. Now comes out. It's going to be shotgun formation for the sophomore. He's going down the sidelines, intended for Abel Hoff over his head, but he had him in the corner of the end zone, Steve. He sure did have him. He had some pressure there just out of the reach of Hoff. So it's going to be up second down and 10. Sedera wishes he had that one back. But again, even though he's a sophomore, we saw him make some great plays last week against O'Hara. He'll bounce back from that, going to the next play. Second down and 10 for the Tigers. And third down to Eric. Eric, how close was Abel from coming down with that? Well, it was about five yards too much overthrown there. Um, if it was just a little bit closer in, Abel probably would have came down with it, being such the uh, great athlete he is. But, no, nah, that was overthrown by at least five yards uh, to the side of the end zone. Pale A, swing pass to Weathers, who jukes the defender, is unable to get past the second defender in 54 as Nagama makes a statement. It's going to be for no gain, third down and 10. Good play there by Nagama to come up and make a play. So third down and 10. Sidario directing the troops out there. They do some personnel change. Looks like maybe Hoff's going to come in at running back. No, Fowler's number 21 is in the huddle. Sidario comes out. Shotgun formation. Trips to the far side. Rufo and Weathers. Hoff is a single wide receiver on the near side. Sedario going down the s- down intended for for number eight of Marple Newtown. That was intended for Cameron Carmen Christiana, who was unable to come down with it. Christiana with a touchdown pass last week or touchdown catch last week, unable to hold that in. But great coverage there by Terrell. Um, Four Penn will bring up fourth down and ten. Looks like Marple Newtown's discussing whether to go for it or kick it. They're going to go for it. It looks like as Sedera comes back on the field there. 
7.45 on the clock, 4th and 10. They are in Patriot territory on their 27-yard line. Sedario has come out throwing, going deep. One for Christiana, one for Hoff. Sedario's under center, four wide out set. Hoffs, it looks like they're trying to make him jump, Steve. Intended, Hoff goes in motion. And it's going to be a timeout, Marple Newtown. Good discipline there by Penwood not to jump there. And you are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA, brings the pizza shot to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Welcome back. It's going to be fourth down and ten. Marple Newtown is going to go for it on the 27. Your play call, Steve. What do you do? So, stairs under center here. Definitely going to be a pass, I'll tell you that much, as Weathers comes in motion. It's going to be a screen pass to Weathers. He throws it down the field. Who is caught by number 23 of Marple Newtown? That is Chris Rufo all the way down. So Chris Gicking comes out with a bag of tricks on week two. And, and that's a great play call there. It looked like it was just a, a pass to a little backwards pass to Weathers there, and then he finds Rufo wide open. So we saw it on the other end. Penwood couldn't connect. This time Marple Newtown pulls out some tricks and finds Rufo, who's done a great job on night blocking. Now he's rewarded with a huge first down catch. Looks like Marple Newtown spotted on the three-yard line. Sedario has Weathers go in motion. Fallos is going to be the handoff. Fi- threading the needle. It looks like he's going to be bottled up. It's going to pe- it's going to be touchdown Marple Newtown from three yards out. Great job there by that offensive line to get a push. And Fallos, the sophomore, puts it in there. Great job Marple Newtown following a huge fourth down and ten play. Eric, you saw Weathers throw that ball down the field. What did you think? Wow, what a creative play that was by Chris Gicken to call that up. Um, you know, I don't think Pembroke expected that at all. They probably expected the quarterback to actually throw the ball in Sidario. But great drawn-up play. Weathers threw a perfect strike to Chris Rufo along the sideline there. And Rufo took a pop, but uh, he hauled it in, made a nice play, and set up Fallows for a nice uh, three-yard touchdown run. Lambrizio is coming in for the extra point out of a Carmen Christiana hold. It is 7.27 on the clock. Ball is snapped. Kick is up. Kick is good. 15-0 Tigers. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. 
Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Welcome back. Marple Newtown punches it in from three yards out to give them a 15-0 lead. Lambricio's kick is up. It's going to be through the end zone once again. What a threat Marple Newtown has with George Lambricios being the kicker. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to worry about uh, return game if you're Marple Newtown. I mean, that kickoff team's going to get real bored. <laughs> Lambricios keep kicking that in the end zone, but that's such a weapon to have, as you mentioned. Great threat to have, not even a return. Marple Newtown comes out on defense, who has two turnovers today, two fumble recoveries. They will start the ball on the 20-yard line with 7.26 on the clock. We've seen a couple different things. We've seen Ruling in that quarterback. We've seen Carroll in that quarterback. A few missing targets, but you also see Vaughn with the jet sweep. So a couple different options for the Patriots right now. Council goes in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Ruley on the far side, who cuts it back. He has running room. Going down the sidelines, he's going to be down at the 40-yard line. That's going to be carry 20 yards. What a cutback. Great job by Ruley. He sees nothing on the right side towards the Penwood bench, so he cuts it back, has some lead blockers, and picks up a first down, reversing the field. Ball be spotted now on the 41-yard line. Pickup of 21. Dino DiCamillo commanding the defensive line to switch as Terrell's in shotgun formation. It's going to be a handoff. The rule again dives up the middle for no gain. Lazowicki and DiCamillo in on the tackle there for the Tigers. It's going to be no gain. It's going to set up second and 10 from the 41-yard line for the Tigers. So with 6.40 going here in the second quarter, Dave, Penwood's trying to get on the board down 15-0. They played such a good quarter and a half. Uh, they're looking to get some points out of it. Vaughn goes in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep to the outside. Paoletti diving for him, misses him. There's a flag in that vicinity. Ball's going to be down at the 47-yard line, but it looks like it's coming back. Is either blocking him back or holding. So great speed there by Ruley to get to the outside. Paoletti does a good job getting to him, slowing him up a little bit as well as Weathers, and he's finally forced out. But as you said, in the vicinity of a hold or blocking the back there. And he's talking to Captain Gina DiCamillo, the ref is. So that's going to be coming back for Penwood. 
Mark gain it off. They're going to mark Penwood all the way back to the 32-yard line. Holding. Offense. Repeat second down. It's going to be second down and 19 for the Patriots. It's going to be shotgun formation for Terrell. Throws it intended for number 11, but knocked down by the Tigers' defensive line. That's big Luke Lazowicki, the junior, getting up there. He has some hops. He might be 300 pounds, but he's got good feet. He, he can jump. As you saw there, getting a hand on that ball. Now that's what you're taught as defensive lineman. If you can't get down there to the quarterback, you're able to get your hands up and disrupt it, a la J.J. Watt. Exactly. It's going to set up third down and 19 from the 32-yard line. 6-13 on the clock. Carroll in shotgun formation. Trips to the near side. Play action pass. Terrell's rolling out to the outside. He's going to keep it. He's going to bring it down. Noah Turner with a big lick. Ball will be spotted on the 41-yard line. Terrell gets sandwiched here between Weathers and Turner from the backside. Turner came and made a nice play there, but uh, Terrell gets up. Tough player. Going to bring up fourth down and 10. So he gets back the penalty already for Penwood, but... It's a situation where Penwood's going to you know, have to punt this one away and play defense. It looks like Penwood's going for it, Steve. And this is interesting. I mean, down 15 nothing. I know they want to try to get something going, but maybe it's another case of trying to force them off sides, but it looks like they're ready to run a play here. Carroll in shotgun formation. He snaps the ball. It's going down the field, intended for one, complete the the Bowens is in a foot race to the end zone. It's going to be a touchdown for the Patriots. That's a gutsy call there by head coach Nick Licken, but that pays off. 59-yard touchdown for the Patriots, Steve. As Rooley finds his man for a huge touchdown there. They much needed with 5.08 to go. Marple Newtown 15-6 pending the Penwood extra point. Looked like Marple Newtown had good coverage. Bowens was able to go up over the Marple Newtown defender and grab that and come down with it, and then it was a foot race to the end zone. Hoff was right there. Looked like he was going to pick it off or swat it down, and great job to go up there and grab the ball. And then you call it the yak, yards after catch. Huge there for Penwood for a touch, and they line up for two-point conversion here. Well, their kicker's in at the running back position right now, Charles. The number 11, Fields, is going to take the snap. Interesting formation. you got three wide receivers on each side. There's going to be a flag on the play. It's going to be an incomplete pass intended for number six, Vaughn, in the back in the end zone. But it doesn't look like it was going to be scored anyway, Steve. Yeah, it's probably going to be a legal motion or something. It's going to be declined. Major on the offense. Yep. Only six men on the line. Penalty declined. And we talked about in pregame, Raheem Bowens. He comes up huge there for Penwood, the sophomore, making a clutch punt on fourth and ten. So 15-6, to six, Marple Newtown. 
15-6 Marple Newtown. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment, where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. Welcome back. Patriots score on a 59-yard touchdown reception by Bowens. 15-6 Tigers with 5.08 remaining on the clock. Charles kicking off for the Patriots. Last time it was a squib kick, Steve, so it's interesting to see what happens this time. And they're they're going to keep it away from Hoff as much as they can, so I expect another squib kick here. Kick is up. It's going to be another squib, almost like an onside kick. It's going to be down on the 40-yard line, and that's going to be a flag. A late hit as Snyder is able to come down with the reception, goes down on a knee, and then is taken out by a Patriots defender. Yeah, and, you know, once you're down, you're down, and a Patriot defender tried to come in and try to jar the ball loose and comes in with a late hit. So it's going to tackle on 15. Marlboro Newtown's going to have excellent field position across the 50-yard line in Penwood territory now. Oh, personal foul. Defense, 15-yard penalty. First down. That puts Marple Newtown in good field position as they go from the 40-yard line all the way down to the 45. So penalty will be accepted as Sedario comes back at quarterback. It's going to be shotgun formation for the Tigers with 4.25 on the clock. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers, who is taken down in the backfield by number 24 of the Patriots. That's Taquan Brody. Brody did a good job busting through the line and making a play on Weathers. It's going to bring up a second down. It's going to be a loss of three. It's going to set up second down and 13 with four minutes to go in this second quarter. As you see, the quarterback carousel, in addition to the running backs, as you said earlier, we've seen Weathers, we've seen Fallows, in addition to Johnson. Yeah, we've seen the same same thing we saw last with those four running backs, and Weathers is going to come back out here again. Coach Gicking doesn't like what he sees offensively. They're going to take a timeout. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 
Timeout is over. Marple Newtown comes out. Second down, 13 on their in Patriot territory on the 48-yard line. 3.41 remaining until halftime. So there he comes out. Shotgun formation. Four wide out spread. Hoff on the far side. It's a low snap. So there he's able to recover it. Hits Weathers in stride down to the 34-yard line. What a job by Sedario to get the ball off the ground and deliver a strike to Weathers along the sideline. Think about that scenario there. Ball's, the snap's allowed. He picks up on the ground. A defender comes charging in. Good job. I'm not sure who was in there that picked that up at running back, but a heck of a job there. And he just throws that perfectly over the defender to uh, Weathers. Marcus Weathers this time uh, for a first down. So clutch play there by Sedario. The pickup of 14 for Sedario. Shotgun formation. Weathers on the near side goes in motion. Ball's going to be handled to his brother. Marlon Weathers goes up the gut and is able to pick up a gain of a three. Demir Dawkins, the junior, in on the tackle there, as well as a few other Patriot defenders. But another low snap. Sedaria does a good job picking it up and handing it off to Weathers for a few yards. And, again, you're going to see some problems there with the snaps. And we haven't so far, just back-to-back low snaps. But, again, a little shifting going on. The left guard is now playing center tonight. Uh, so always being ready. Always got to know all the positions. Sedaria under center. Marlon Weathers the deep back. He's going to roll out to his left. Going deep down the sidelines, intended for Abel Hoff. Ball was tipped by, I believe, Santos along the sideline. And good pressure there by Penwood again. That front seven doing a good job. And Marlon Weathers comes up to freshman and, and, and makes a great block there to give Sedaris some more time. But incomplete pass, bringing up second down for Marple. Now, I didn't believe I saw his route, but was that a wheel route, Steve, or was that just a fly pattern trying to go down the field? Saw the tail end of it. looked like it might have been a a wheel route. Um, But again, saw the tail end of it. Um, Neilis, it is third down and seven, 241 on the clock. Dario under center. going to roll out to his left, then come back and throw a tight end screen intended for Noah Turner. Breaks a tackle. It's going to be down all the way to the looks like the 23-yard line. It's going to be able to pick up the first down for the Tigers. Good job there on the tight end screen. Offensive line does a good job as Noah Turner gets the ball and picks it up. And go back to the last play. It looked like it might have been a wheel out because Abelhoff never lines up all the way far out. I mean, he's either a slot or middle receiver and trip. So, again, that little wheel route out to um, Abelhoff. Marlon Weathers takes the handoff, going off to the left side. It's going to pick up a good amount of yards. It's going to set up second down. So Marple chipping away here. Offense line doing a good job. They're milking the clock. They want to score with very little time left. Again, they have to kick the ball off. It's a second-half option, so they want to get some more points on the board before they have to go play defense. Second down and eight. Two minutes remaining. I'm shorting as I'm going here. Sedario shotgun formation. Marlon Weathers the deep back. Hoff in the slot. Sedario gets it. 
looking towards the end zone for his intended wide receiver, Abel Hoff. Flags all over the place. It's going to be pass interference in the end zone. Eric, what did you see down there? Well, uh, if if Santos didn't push Abel Hoff, he probably would have caught it for a touchdown pass. Um, definitely pass interference on the on the defense there on Penwood. Um, we'll see what the ref has to say right now. Absolutely right, Garrick. Uh, Sidera found Hoff in the back of the end zone there. And if he doesn't get pushed, it looks like he was going to bring it in. So not really a bad penalty if you're Penwood. Uh, but you never want to commit a penalty there. And this instance might be a good one because Hoff would have came down with it. So Marble's going to pick up an automatic first down here. It's a minute 34 to go. Marble Newtown will pick up the first down with the pass interference call. They're going to mark it all the way down into Patriot territory. Looks like they an opportunity to pick up. It's right outside the 10-yard line, so they might have an opportunity to pick up another first down, and they will. First down, ball on the 11-yard line. So, like Steve said, he's able to still pick up the first down. 133 remaining. Scenario, shotgun formation. Hoff on the far side. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers, who is stacked up in the backfield. It's going to be a loss of a few yards. Big stop by number big 51, Dave Rush. Yeah, Rush comes in there as well as number 56, James Williams. The junior and sophomore make a nice play on Weathers. So a big loss there on first down, bringing up second down along for the Tigers' offense. It's going to be a loss of five, or a loss of six, excuse me. It's going to set up second down and 16 ball at the 17-yard line to Dario under center. It's going to be a screen pass to Abel Hoff. Dances his way, regains the the uh, the loss of yards, able to go to the outside as the clock ticks away. There's a bubble screen there to Abel Hoff again. Get your playmaker in the open field. Does a good job there getting back those yards that they lost on the previous play. So third down here for Marple. Ball is final on the nine-yard line, setting up third and eight. There's going to be a timeout on the field. It's going to be a timeout. Patriots, you're listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Marple Newtown leads 15 to 6 with 30 seconds remaining. Marple driving ball is spotted on the nine yard line. So Marple Newtown trying to tack on points before halftime. Penwood will receive the ball to begin the second half. 
It's going to be interesting what Coach Regan calls if they don't pick up this first down. Do you have a good kicker, or do you want to go for it? Sedario under center, puts Abel Hoff in motion. Sedario rolling to the outside, throws it for Abel Hoff, cuts on a dime, walks in to the end zone, touchdown, Marple Newtown, Hoff second of the game, second time he scores from nine yards out. Love the play call there. Send Hoff there in jet motion, he comes out to the flat, he's wide open, catches the ball. Makes a nice little cut, as you said, on a dime. Crosses the end zone. Great job there by Sidario, Hoff, and Marple Newtown. Sidario connects for a touchdown pass with 23 seconds remaining. Lambrizio is for the extra point out of Carmen Christiana hold. Kick is up. Kick is good. Marple Newtown leads 22-6. to You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. George Lambritios about to kick this one off. 23 seconds remaining until halftime. He's going to squib it almost. It's going to roll all the way down to the four-yard line. It's going to be a a spin move by number nine, Dawkins. It's going to get all the way down to the 21-yard line. Marble Newtown has 15 seconds to go till halftime there. Expect Penwood to come out. And you saw they had a big play uh, their last time on the field on fourth down and ten from Terrell uh, to their sophomore receiver uh, for a touchdown there. So look for them to uh, come out here and strike and try to find something. Fifteen seconds remaining. As we saw on Patriots' first drop, first scoring opportunity, they were able to get it down the field of Bowens, and he was able to make a move, expect something similar. As Marple Newtown puts Abel Hall 30 yards down the field, almost like a prevent defense. Terrell comes out, shotgun formation. It's going to be a screen pass caught by Bowens. It's going to be a trick play. He's going to toss it back to... It's going to be tossed back to Rule. He's going to go all the way down to the 35-yard line. It's a good pile first down. Throw a screen and then a, you know, a pitch back. And I'm sure they practiced that because they executed it pretty well. But a good way to start a drive when you don't have time against you. Or when there is time against you, excuse me. Um, so they'll set up here again in shotgun. See if they can get anything. Maybe another pass, get out of bounds. You do have eight seconds, so maybe time for two plays. Last play went for 14 yards. Terrell's looking, looking, throws it across the middle. Intercepted by Gino DiCamello. 
He's rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, still on his feet, continues to go down. He's going to be marked down at the 25-yard line. Marble Newtown will go into halftime, causing three Patriot turnovers. Unbelievable job to go across the middle. Great pressure there. Looked like Anthony Goodman got in there, and the pass was just a little high for the intended receiver. Gina DiCamillo did a good job intercepting it. Marble Newtown goes in the half with three time at, or three turnovers forced, up 22-6. to six. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. We welcome you back. It is still halftime with three minutes to go as teams warm up. But Marple Newtown leads at the half, 22-6. to Off of the impressive effort of Abel Hoff, who has scored from two different times out. Eric, who is your player of the game so far down on the field? Well, I mean, can't disagree with you. It's got to be Abel Hoff. Um, just kind of a slow start for Marple Newtown on offense. And then Abel Hoff just kind of came through with some big plays to get in the end zone. And then the two-point conversion on the one, he just ran it right in. Just a uh, great offensive first half for Abel Hoff. And I went with him as my player of the game. And thus far, he is the player of the game. Thank you, Eric. Now we're joined by a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the voice emeritus of the Tigers Radio Network, Bob Herpin. Welcome back. And what have you seen so far coming back? I have seen a fantastic crowd and a fantastic second quarter. Uh, that first quarter <laughs> looked like it was a chess game being played on a checkerboard for both sides. It really it was less than a feeling out process, more so like a, a, a blooper reel hosted by uh, Mike Golick. <laughs> As you replace, I think Steve goes MIA at halftime. He just decides to run around and be a man of the people. Well, of course, you know, and, uh, and with a, a packed house and a guy as gregarious as Steve, it, it takes a little while. But he's back, and uh, I'd just like to say before we hand it over to Steve, it's great to be back, everybody, and uh, you'll hear from me again probably at least once before the end of this season. Thanks for joining us as Marple Newtown again leads at the half, 22-6. to a pair of Abel Hoff receptions, both from nine yards out, and then a stuff by Fallows from three yards. Give Marple Newtown. They did have a two-point conversion at the beginning of the game as Marple Newtown comes out. Coach Gicking is talking to the referees right now. Do you have any idea what that's about, Eric? No, I, I really have no idea, to be honest with you. Um, it looks like one of the coordinators on Marple Newtown. It's not Coach Gicking. It's okay. um, another one of... Uh, Kicking's members of the coaching staff right now. Thank you, Eric. As Marple Newtown continues to warm up as the clock winds down, Marple Newtown's going to have to stop turning the ball over, though, with the Johnson. Like to see some of these penalties be stopped. I'm sure that was some, one of the things they were talking about at halftime. Steve. Yeah, a little bit sloppy. They got to uh, come out firing here. Going to be on defense, kicking off the ball. So uh, let's see what they got here. A three-and-out would be great if they can get the ball back in the Sedario's hands. He's going to be starting this third quarter. Put some more points up on the board. Remember, Paoletti starts the game first and fourth quarter. That's what we saw last week. It looks like it's going to be the same this week. Sedario is going to play the second and third quarter. Sedario came out throwing in the second quarter, going deep down the field, was able to connect with Hoff going to the outside. A lot of different options for Marple Newtown. As you said, Steve has the running back of... 
Fowler's the ghost. You got Marlon. We have to come up with a nickname for Weathers because having two Weathers in the se- in the same backfield can be confusing. <laughs> You're absolutely right there, Dave. Um, but <clears throat> expect all four backs to come out. Um, we haven't seen a lot of uh, Abel Hoff playing uh, running back, but we saw him in, a, in the slot a lot, getting ball in the open field. He has two touchdowns tonight, along with Fowler's rushing touchdown from three yards out. Uh, but again, it's just playing clean football. Don't turn the ball over. Don't you know, do costly penalties if you're Marple Newtown. Again, it's going to happen when you have some reshuffling at the offensive line. Those guys, you know, they have a half under their belt now at a different position, uh, but they're going to come out here, and, and I think they're going to, uh, you know, continue to do what they did ending the second quarter. Penwood will receive the second half kickoff as George Lambricios will boot it. But I'd like to say, the option of having Lambricios puts it all the way into almost like a field goal every single time he kicks off. Has to be an advantage for the Tiger special teams. Yeah, and as I say, you're on the kickoff team, you get bored running down there and the ball's a touchback, but hey, that's a great weapon to have. You don't want to ever have the you know opposing team return the ball. I mean, starting at the 20 is such a disadvantage if you're an offense rather than starting even at the 25, 30-yard line. So mm-hmm. having that ability to kick off into the end zone for a touchback is huge for Marple Newtown. And the threat of scoring was going on. Marble Newtown's return are so dangerous as Penwood squibbed it twice, Marble setting up Marble Newtown with great field position to begin both drives. As Penwood looks like they're going out, they've been able to do some option, keeping it with the running back, throwing it down the field. Bowen scored the long 59-yard touchdown reception, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, we talked about Bowen pregame, playmaker there, as well as some of their other guys. Um, we saw Terrell Ruley and Vaughn Santos. They, they have a slew of uh, you know playmakers, and we saw that um, certain glimpses of that first half. Um, unfortunately, they had a few turnovers, especially the one that ended the half interception by um, Gino. Gino, yeah, Gino DiCamillo, the Tigers' middle linebacker. He did not want to go down. He want, he saw the end zone goes, I'm not getting the ball very often. I'm going to try and punch it in. That's what happens. You're an offensive lineman and playing linebacker. <laughs> you don't see the end zone too much. So it was a great effort by him. Unfortunately, the half ended, the half ended but it was a good uh, way to end the half. As Marple Newtown comes out, the Aussies crazy train, they're ready to go the second half. Personally, one of my favorites, Steve. They're ready to rock and roll. This is the Jim Walsman Classic playing the crazy train here at Crozier Keystone Stadium. Still not used to saying that yet. Game one under the new stadium name, uh, but we'll get used to it eventually as George sets up the tee for the opening kickoff of the second half. Returning for Penwood is number one, Bowens. Lambricios. Marble Newtown shuffling. Going in together. Looks like almost an onside kick, Steve. Uh, so a little for different formation here. They have different formations on kickoff. We'll see what they end up doing here. Gets a signal. It's going to be an onside kick. It's going to be Riley. It's going to be caught by Carmen Christiana. So Riley filming this time with the kickoff. The onside. Interesting play call to begin the game as the ball did not travel 10 yards and will automatically go to Penwood. Something they probably talked about at halftime. 
Yeah, they wanted that ball back in Sidero's hands in this offense, see if they could put some more points on the board there. But unfortunately, the ball didn't travel 10 yards, and Penn will automatically get it. It won't be a flag like you see in college in the NFL. They'll automatically get it where that ball landed. Now, what's your thinking? You got We were just talking about how George can boot and put the ball on the 20. Maybe Coach Gicking won the ball right away. Regardless, ball will be spotted on the 44-yard line in Marple Newtown territory. Terrell comes out, shotgun formation. It's going to be a handoff to Ruley on the far side. Finds a crease and is dragged down to the 35-yard line. DiCamillo and McKee in on the tackle for the Tigers there. Good first down run there by Ruley. Picking up nine-yard carry. He's going to set up second down and one. Penwood goes no huddle. It's going to be a play action pass to Vaughn on the outside. Able to pick up the first down tackle by Noah Turner. It's going to be down at the 26-yard line. I see Coach Kicking's uh, thinking on the onside. This offense is very explosive for Penwood, and he wanted to get that ball back in his offense's hands. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Penwood's driving now. Terrell, it's going to be a read option. Ruley's going to go up the gut and stuff by the big man up front. Luke Lazowicki does a great job taking on the defender, keeping that arm free and wrapping up the running back, Ruley, for no gain. There is a player down on the field. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Bryn Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. Marple Newtown leads 22-6. to Penwood driving on the 25 of Marple Newtown. Second down and nine. It's going to be a pitch to Ruley on the outside. Pumps the brakes, but is stuffed. It's going to be no gain. Good job there by Marcus Weathers. The safety position comes up, sets the edge there, as Ruley has to cut that back in. And you have Turner and the linebackers there. The trainer as well as McEwen coming to make the play. So third down and about nine for Penwood. Third down and nine for Penwood. Ten minutes to go in this third quarter. Penwood comes out. It's going to be I formation. Rolly the deep back. 
Ruley comes over. There appears to be confusion. It's going to be time out, Penwood. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Pamela comes out, shotgun formation, trips to the near side. Third down and nine from the 25-yard line. Terrell with the snap. Takes the screen pass, throws it down the field, intended for number four, Isaiah Council. But there's a flag thrown, it looks like, in the area of pass interference on Abel Hoff. Didn't touch him. Not sure what the whole calling is on face guarding, but a good pump fake there. Uh, double move by the outside receiver for Penwood. And it looks like it's going to be a vicinity of pass interference. So, again, an automatic first down there on third and long for now, Penwood. Now, do they get 15 yards, or do they place it in the end zone on the one, Steve? They'll get 15 yards there, so it's not a spot fail. So the ball's going to be spot on about the 12-yard line. It's going to be first down and 10 for Penwood, who's still going to be able to pick up a first down before going into the end zone. That's always key to have. So you have two downs here. Two sets of downs here to get that into the end zone. Vaughn goes in motion. It's going to be a fake to Vaughn. It's going to be a handoff to Ruley, who fights his way into the end zone. Touchdown, the Patriots. But there is a flag down on the line of scrimmage. Marple Newtown's point. That's going to be in the area of holding. Yep, that's right down at the line of scrimmage. So it's holding or a legal formation on Penwood there. Eric, you have any idea what's going on down there? Oh, it looks like they're ironing it out right now. I, I think it's going to be a hold. It's going to be a legal procedure on Penwood. The touchdown will be negated. Ball's going to be spotted on the 18-yard line. So it's going to be first down and 15. After a big play or a big penalty, it sets them up half distance to the goal. It's going to be a penalty on Penwood now. It pushes them back. So first and 15, as you mentioned, Dave. 9.34 on the clock. Penwood was set up in good field position as Marple Newtown was unable to recover the onside kick. It's going to be shotgun formation for Terrell. Beside him is Ruley. Terrell rolling, rolling. Throws down the field, nearly intercepted for his second of the game in Gino DiCamillo. He's all over the field tonight. Tigers' leading tackler last year had seven tackles last week and had an interception. We talked about ending the first half here tonight. Almost comes up with another interception. I, jo- I joke with him on the field. He wears the, the USA bandana, and last week the arms lay. I was calling him Captain America, and he was getting a nice chuckle before in pregame. It's going to set up second down and 15 from the 18-yard line. Terrell shotgun formation, rolling the deep back. It's going to be a screen pass to Bowen. 
is caught, puts on the Jets, and it's going to be down about the 10-yard line, tackled by Abelhoff. It's a great job there by Abelhoff, getting low and uh, making the tackle there on Raheem Bowens, who had that first-half touchdown for Penwood. So, again, back to third and nine, where we just saw a couple plays ago before the pass interference, Penwood's in the situation again. Ball's going to be spotted on the 12-yard line. They're giving him another two yards. Bowen's been a key player as he's been able to get some space. It's going to be a fake to Vaughn on the jet sweep. It's going to be a handoff to Rooley. He's going to be down, all the way down, tackled by number eight of Marble Newtown, Carmen Christiano. Yeah, that's a nice tackle there by him, but an even better play by Pemble. They're going to be just short of the first down, it looks like. So a huge fourth down in one play. And... Fourth and one from the four. Why not give it to Rolling? Oh, why not? And don't be surprised if it may be a jet try to get to the outside because you have big number 78 for the Tigers, Luke Lazowicki. But again, so, so only a yard to go. You might see QB sneaker. You see the fullback in here now. Fullback in. I formation for, for Terrell under center. It's going to be a handoff to Rule. He falls. It's going to be a fake. Terrell keeps it. It's going to depend on the spot. He was able to go all the way down. You have any idea going on down there, Eric? Yeah, it looks like he just picked up the first down that's by a, like an inch. That's a great fake there. Fake me out. <laughs> it did. Sure did. It looked like uh, the running back stumbled. I'm not sure if that was on purpose or uh, just did it by accident, but it looked like Marbury had him stuffed and then quarterback Terrell runs to the outside. Are they talking the are you talking over to spy or are they just moving the chains, Eric? It looks like they might measure it is what they're doing. Okay, yes, it's a first down for Penwood right now by an inch. All right, thank you, our man Eric, patrolling the sidelines. Penwood picks up the first down by a nose. What a fake. You look like you fell down. Looks like Marple Newtown had him stuffed in the backfield. Yeah, and, and uh, it probably was on purpose there. Just a little decoy to throw off the Tiger defenders there, and Terrell picks up, does a good job of getting to the edge and picking up a first down. It's like those punters when they do that fake punt. You fake that it went over his head. Everyone's going the other way and the running back's going up the field. It's going to set up first down and goal from the three-yard line. Terrell's going to be under center in eye formation for Rooley. It's going to hand off to Rooley off the left side. He's going to be stuffed. And they're going to rule a touchdown. Touchdown, Patriots. Oh, it looked like he was short, but it's a ball crawl. Again, just a tip of the ball to cross that white line, and uh, he got in there. Eric, how close was that on the sideline? Uh, from my from my vantage point, he looked like he was about two inches short of the goal line. His knee was down before the ball crossed the plane. Um, you know, kind of wish there was a replay in high school uh, football. <laughs> Absolutely right. Thank you, Eric. As Penwood will go for two. They were 0 for 1 so far, unable to get it the first time. As Terrell's in their shotgun formation, trips to the far side. Ruley the running back. He fakes the pass to Ruley and then comes back and is caught by number one. Boeing comes down. Two-point conversion is good. Tigers still have a 22-14 lead with eight, eight minutes to go. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? 
Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, Pennsylvania brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fryers, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook, and don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisano's. Patriots score, knocking on the door. One possession game, 22-14, Tigers. Eight minutes to go in this third quarter. Kicking off for the Patriots is number 31, Abraham Charles. For the Tigers, you have to watch out for the onside kick as well, as two kicks have already been squibs, almost in the vicinity of onside kicks. You're absolutely right. And that was a huge two-point conversion there, because that makes it a one-possession game now uh, for Penwood. Marble Newtown's returners are going to be Philman and Hoff in the vicinity of onside kick. Looks like Marble Newtown jumped back on it on the 46-yard line. There's a scrum down there. That did look like two Tigers were on it. You never know what happens under that pause. They're fighting for it. No, no call yet. They still haven't made a call, which is unbelievable. And there we go. Finally a call by the ref. Marble Newtown ball. So Marble Newtown will have a good field position here. But it looked like Marble Newtown jumped on it first. And normally when they blew that ball dead or because of that scrum, they're just going to wait off. The ball might have popped out a little bit. might have been moving. But usually when you have secure possession, they mm-hmm. blow the whistle. But Especially when in like a special teams play like that. Because it can be very dangerous, as we saw exactly. earlier in the game. Yeah, you got two guys laying there and other guys coming in. You know, lead him with their head and shoulder. That, that could be dangerous. Marple Newtown starts on the 46-yard line. First down and 10, 7.54 on the clock. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff, who's able to pick up three yards on the carry down at the 49-yard line. Tackle's name is Santos. Santos in on the tackle there for Penwood. As Hoff is a good job of picking up three yards there on first down. Now this is a great moment. You see defensive coach talking to Gino DiCamello about lining up defenders. and They've been chatting for like the last five minutes defensively trying to break it down. You won't find a better coach in the business other than Harry Gicking down there directing his players. And again, on the other side of the ball, Sal Apollo who was here a couple years ago, another great defensive coach. Sedaria comes out, shotgun formation, throws it to the near side, too tall for Marcus Weathers. Just out of the reach of Weathers, going to bring up a third down here, a key third down. If you're the Tigers, you want to get, you want to pick this up. Penwood has a lot of momentum here. Now, you have four to down territory. Depending on how many yards they pick up here, if it's fourth and three or less, I think Coach Egan will want to go for it. But if they don't pick up any yardage here, mm-hmm. probably going to kick it away, play defense. Third down and seven on their own 49-yard line. Tigers come out. Four wide out spread. Abel Hoff to the near side. Sedario shotgun. Drops the ball, jumps on it. 
There's a scrum on the bottom. Looks like Sedario was able to recover. It's going to be a loss of yards. It's going to bring him all the way back to the 45-yard line. Going to be a loss of four, and the punting team comes out. So, unfortunately, just like a bobbled snap there on the shotgun position. Sedario's got to shake that off. And you got to hope for a great punt here by Philman. He did a great job last time, I believe in the first quarter. He boomed one. You want to pin Penwood as far back as you can in their territory, only down uh, by eight points. Bowen's back to return the Philman punt. Snap is good. Philman booms it. All the way back. That's going to be near the goal line. Bounces its way into the goal line. What a punt by Philman, the sophomore. Excellent punt by him. Two two great punts. This one was a spiral. Bounced on the one-yard and then rolled into the end zone. Uh, but, uh, hey, giving the ball on the 20-yard, that's great. Great uh, job uh, flipping field position if you're the Tigers. What a difference a week makes for Philman. Has the bot snap. Only goes for about 10 yards last week. Comes back and has two beautiful punts against Penwood. Yeah. Last week, the ball just came off the side of his phone. And the coaches knew what he had in practice. He, he hits those uh, those spiral punts all the time. Mm-hmm. So he just needed the game under his belt now. He looks like he's locked in. Tigers come out. Water break timeout. It's going to be first down and 10. They're going to have a water break. We're going to keep it here. Eric, what's going on on the sideline? Seems to have be technical difficulties. Steve, what have you seen so far? How can Marple Newtown stop what's going on? Um, you know, it's again, Penwood is a very good defense. Um, and just some misfortunate things happening on offense for the Tigers. Uh, but again, Penwood is coming off a 20 nothing shutout. I know they've allowed 22 points tonight, but they do have a stout day. Um, and we're talking about now is a water time. I mean, it's hot down on the field. I assume you know you don't, you don't want any cramps down there. So the referees call call a referee timeout for water. Eric, can you hear us down there? All right, we're having technical difficulties with our man Eric down on the sidelines. Penwood comes out. It's going to be first down and ten on the twenty yard line. It's going to be snapped. It's going to be a handoff to Rooley going up the gut, fighting his way all the way down. It's going to be a first down. What a great run, threading the needle. Finally taken down by Rankin, Kevin Rankin, the junior defensive tackle. But Rooley with a great run there on first down, right up the gut for an 11-yard gain. Ball will be spotted on the 31 after the 11-yard gain. Carroll in shotgun formation. It's going to be another run up the middle for Rooley. Dances his way along the sideline. Marking his way into Marple Newtown territory. Ball is going to be spotted all the way down to the 42. Rooley has done everything on this drive. He's finally taken down by Dash Dolgarian, the sophomore defensive back. But Rooley with another great run there on first down. And, and Penwood's moving. They have a lot of momentum. Only down by eight with 540. And counting to go here in the third quarter. It's going to be another handoff to Rooley as the defenders miss him in the backfield. Another big game for Penwood. He's such a shifty runner. Great job avoiding tacklers, but another great run there. Looks like a, about a pickup of five yards. 
And you'll take that if you're Penwood. Marble Newtown defense might be a little tired out there. Second down and five as Paoletti makes his way off the field. He interchanges. He goes from quarterback to linebacker, not something you see every day. He's a remarkable player, even a better kid. Um, he comes out for a break as McKee and DeCamillo are in the middle linebacker now for the Tigers. The crowd's starting to come alive here. It's going to be a quarterback keeper for Terrell, who's going to fight all the way down to the 33-yard line. It's going to depend on the spot on the first down. Looks like the line judge is going to mark him a yard short. So third down here. Third and one for the Patriots. 4.30 on the clock. Shotgun formation. Multiple options in the backfield. Got Ruley and Harmon. It's going to be a handoff to number 21, Welton. He's bouncing off the outside, able to pick up the first down. It's going to be spotted on the 28. Looked like Marvin Newton had him short, but again, such a shifty runner, able to turn sideways and fight for an extra couple yards there. So the sticks continue to move on this drive for Pemwood. They've come out striking here in the second quarter, in the second half, looking to get their second touchdown here. Six-yard gain gives the Patriots a first down. Terrell comes out this time. Marple Newtown's a free rusher. Terrell scrambling. He's able to dump it off the number 21. He goes all the way down to the 7-yard line. That is Weldon once again. What an excellent play there by Javon Ter- Terrell as he just dumps the playoff. McKee, or excuse me, trainer, number 56, D.N., comes from the opposite side, chasing him down, doing a good job as well. Other uh, Tiger defenders, but Terrell does a good job of just dumping that, just trying to make a play out there as the chains move one more time. This time, first and goal. First down and goal from the 8-yard line. Terrell's going to go under center. I formation, Rooley the deep back. It's going to be a handoff to Rooley. Spin move goes into a group of Tiger defenders. Good job initially hit there by Gina DiCamillo, slowing down the runner as a slew of Tiger defenders come in and make a play. So bring up second down and goal for Penwood. Six yards to go. That was a gain up to I formation. It's going to be a fullback dive to 24 up the gut. Marple Newtown, not surprised. Coach Harry Dickin calling an excellent play there. Blitzing the A-gaps with his middle linebackers and stuffing the running back there. Looked like Brody, number 24, got it this time. So good back-to-back plays there by Marple Newtown on defense. And as they say, that becomes a lot tougher when you're in that red zone to try and score. It's going to be third down and goal from the five-yard line. Seems to be confusion going down there, Steve. Player, uh, player got up a little slow. He's all right, thank God. And uh, a big third down and goal here. Obviously, four down territory at an eight-point game. And see what Marple Newtown's defense can come up with a big play here. Third down and goal from the five. 
It's going to be a fake to Vaughn. Rowley's going to bounce his way. He's going to be down at the two-yard line tackle by Noah Turner. There you go, that misdirection play. It's that counter off the jet motion. We've seen it a few times work. And uh, they're going to bring up fourth down from the two-yard line here. This is this is this is a big play. This might be the biggest play of the game. This is what you play for if you're a D lineman. Lazawicki, McEwen. Looks like number 56 trainer, number 10. Noah Turner all in the game here. They need a push up front. And they just put in Abel Hoff to cover Bowman. They knew they put him exactly in where he needed to be. It's going to be an eye formation from the two-yard line. Watch for a rollout here. We saw this again on short yardage. They'll fake it up the middle in this eye formation. Don't be surprised Terrell rolls out here. Tough pitch outside the Rooley. Cuts back. And he is stacked up by Gino DiCamello at the five-yard line. It's going to be a loss of three. Big play for Marple Newtown. Excellent job there by the Tigers. Way to come up big there. Gino DiCamello, trainer, McKay. All the Tigers there make a great play. Huge momentum booster for the Tigers. Gino DiCamello coming up, making a statement. Interception. Huge fourth down play by the senior captain. Marple Newtown take over on downs. Ball will be spotted. Looks like the four-yard line where Sedaria will come out. It's went up here now. It's hot up here. Sedaria is going to come out. Trips to the far side under center. It's going to be a handoff to... Thalos, who's in the end zone. It's going to be close. It's going to be either one or the safety. He's going to depend he's a, he, on the... He, he crossed. He's on the one-yard line. Good They're job there. him down on the one-yard line. It's going to be a loss of three. Good job there by Thalos to fight his way out. I mean, that's a loss of yardage. But Thalos is a good job not getting a safety. You do not want a safety in this position. A one-possession game, that's two points. You're kicking it back to Penwood, who's been exposed to the second half. So now you're really you're pinning inside the one-yard line. Um, look for a QB sneak just to give you some room. If you're Penwood right now, you're probably bringing the kitchen sink to probably get that two points. Because then you get the ball, like you stated. There's 28 seconds left in the third quarter. Marple Newtown trying to get out of it. As you said, Steve, it's going to be a QB sneak just to try and get some breathing room. So there you with the QB sneak. Looks like he picked up about a yard or two. Penwood defense doing a good job there, but good play call. Just to give you some breathing room. Now, Tigers have an advantage here. It's going to be the end of the third quarter. We're going to have a chance to you know, get a play call here, but look for something third and long. You just want some room to maybe punt it away. But if you can pick up the first down, keep this drive going, keep the ball out of Penwood's hands, that's what you want to do. For that said, you're listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, 
If it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Welcome back for the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown leads 22 to 14. Ball spotted on the two yard line, Steve, trying to avoid that safety. Yeah, and we talked about that QB sneak by Sidera. Just to give you some breathing room. Interesting play call here. Tigers had a little time here changing quarters. They're going to change end zones now. To our right side, going left. At the end of the quarter, you saw the center, number 68 of Marple Newtown, trying just to get snaps ready so they don't have a, a bobble or anything like that. And that's center uh, or sophomore, Mike Miller. So Sedari's going to come out, shotgun formation, spotted in the goal line. Snap is good. Sedario airing it out, going deep down the field, intended for Marcus Weathers, incomplete. So now you got a tough situation here. You can punt it away, but you only have about 12. I mean, you want at least 10 to 12 yards to punt, maybe even a little further to avoid any pump. And now you can't even be that far back. Even though you're on the two-yard and the end zone's 10 yards, you can't be 12 yards back because your foot's in the back of the end line. If that's a bad snap, you're stepping back. So he has to be at least a yard or two up from the from the back. He's already at the back. Yeah. Marble Newtown trying to punt. Filming ready to kick. It's going to be a flag on Penwood. Oh, and that's big. That's going to be 13 on the field. That's huge if you're Marple Newtown. Although it's not going to give you a first down, it's going to give you a lot more room to punt. A lot more breathing room. That's a huge break if you're the Tigers. Bowman returning for the Patriots. How big of a, of a penalty that was. It gives Philman some more breathing room to punt as he booted one from 50 almost last time. Well, he needs one here, Dave. He needs a, a boom right here. Snap is good. There's a flag on the play. Philman just able to kick it off. Ball's going to roll out the 36-yard line. But there is a flag on the play. It was thrown at the snap, so... It might be on Marple Newtown, Steve. Really interesting call here. Eric, do you know what's going on down there along the sideline? I'm heading over in that direction right now, trying to figure things out. Have guys on the line? Yeah. Yep, looks like a false start on the offense. I believe that even though they got the play off, that's a case where Penwood doesn't have a decision to uh, either accept it or decline. I'm not sure why the play was continued there. Um, but if you're Penwood, I mean, maybe they did accept I, I couldn't see down there, but if you're Penwood, you get the ball around their 30-yard line. Wouldn't you want to take that, though, if you're on the you would 30? Think, you would, again, I don't know if they had to get the points. I don't know if they had the, the, the option to do it, but now maybe they're trying to go for a safety here. Tillman's kick is up. Takes it better. Is returnable by Bowens, who drops the ball. Ball's going to be spotted about the same area. It's going to be spotted on the 33-yard line. So maybe they wanted Bowens to get a return there. Again, I'm not sure if they had the option with that penalty. But, again, nonetheless, the ball's going to be right where it was after that first punt. So, Pemmel with excellent field position. They need a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Still a one-possession game, but that's a big feat 
I mean, you can get a touch up, but that two-point conversion is always lingering over you if you're the coach, if you're players. But you know, right now they just want to get in the end zone. There's plenty of time to go. They have excellent field position. And if you're the Tigers' defense, you got to do what you did last um, you know, possession, get off the field, get your offense back on, come up with a big play. Patriots take over with 11.44 on the clock. Ball spot on the 32-yard line of Marple Newtown. Vaughn goes in motion, gets the pitch, bobbles the pitch, almost didn't have it, is able to pick up six yards. Christiana in on the tackle for the Tigers, as well as Tayron Johnson. But both D-backs make a play, but not after a nice big gain there for Penn will close to a first down. We're going to step aside as there's an injured player on the field. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Penwood comes out, second down and four, knocking on that door. Only one possession game as the score is 22-14 in favor of Marple Newtown. Terrell comes out, shotgun formation. Man, hand off the rule. He bouncing it to the outside. He's only going to be stagged up for two yards as Noah Turner came once again. Got to love Noah Turner. Such a good, sound football player. Plays his position, plays his position very well. Stays home, makes a great play on the ball carrier. So it's going to be a third down here. Again, four down territory if you're Penwood with just over ten minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Third down and three. Penwood comes out. Shotgun formation. Trips to the near side. It's going to be a handoff to Rooley. He stopped. He was stopped. The ball is loose. The ball is loose. The referees mark him down, even though Marple Newtown's claiming they have the ball. I don't see anyone arguing. So it is probably a good call by the referee. It's going to be a first down. Referees discussing the line. It's going to be fourth down and nearly inches. Yeah, he's sure. This is huge. So we saw the Tigers stuff him on fourth down on the opposite end of the field towards the end of the third quarter. Same thing here. This is this is huge if you're the Tigers' defense. You want some momentum back on your side with an eight-point lead because right now Penwood has momentum rolling, trying to score, tie this ball game up in the fourth. Fourth down in inches, 9.40 on the clock. Out comes Terrell, shotgun formation. You have to think Rooley's getting the handoff. 
Ball is loose. It's a shotgun. He drops it in the backfield. He's going around. He is sacked. It's going to be a huge loss of yards. Marple Newtown takes over. Noah Turner, number 40 of Marple Newtown, McEwen, gang tackle, unbelievable effort, but it looked like there was a line was moving, ball was snapped, Marple Newtown gets another turnover on downs. Yeah, it looked like it might have been a little jump pre-snap on Penwood's side, but nonetheless, bad snap, fortunate uh, break for Marple Newtown, they still come up and make a great play by DiCamillo and Turner, so huge break for Marple Newtown, great play by by their defense. Defense comes through again for the second game in a row here. Just when you think the other team has some momentum, the Tigers' defense, led by Harry Dicking, the defensive corner, makes a great play. Additionally, they get the ball spot on the 42-yard lines. Paoletti's back in the game. It's going to be a toss to Abel Hoff, dancing along the sidelines. He is going to be tackled by number 27 of Penwood. Copper, ball's going to be spotted on the 49-yard line. So it's going to be a 7-yard game for Hoff. That play seems to be working all night. Yeah, just a little bubble. Again, you're going to hear me talk about it. We talked about it last year. Talking about this year so far, two games in. Get your playmaker in open space. Abelhoff is great in open space. Uh, it's very hard to bring him down. He gets a great block by Marcus Weathers outside a receiver and gets a good gain on first down. Cameron Mathis enters the game as it's a QB keeper for Paoletti. He has blockers in front of him. He dives all the way down to the Penwood 41-yard line. Here goes Paoletti, that middle linebacker playing quarterback. So sound at that position. Takes the ball. Nice little QB draw. Picks up a first down. Coach Chicken saw a hole in that defense. He, he went with the draw play there for Paoletti. Great call. Great execution by the Tigers. This time, Marcus Weathers lines up next to Paoletti. It's going to be another QB keeper for Paoletti, and he's going to pick up another decent amount of yards. It's going to be all the way down to the 24-yard line. Copper, the junior, comes in and makes the play. But this time you saw Weathers in that backfield. Again, so much versatility. The defense sees this. D-coordinator sees this. Oh, another guy's in the backfield. Another guy's lined up here. There. It's just the same play, but it's a different guy there. Makes the defense think. And that's great, great execution by the Tigers and great play calling by head coach uh, Chris Gicking. You have to think a trick play's coming up because you have Marcus Weathers in the backfield. His versatility is unbelievable. Now he goes in motion to go to wide receiver position. And again, that's all, you know, not necessarily a trick play coming, just, you know, messing up the formation and, and, and making it tough for the defense. Abel Hoff takes the handoff, able to dance his way all the way down into the red zone, coming off that left side. It seems like Marple Newtown has gotten some momentum going off the left side of the line. Yeah, it looks like Lazawicki and Kevin Hahn is in there. For the Tigers there, and a lot of reshuffling. Pat Carr playing two positions. Good job by him stepping up, playing center guard. Han getting there. Mike Miller. Um, again, when you have some people out, you got to step up and learn different positions. Tigers are line doing that. This will be another swing pass. This time to Hoff, who dies back on the ball. Now that's going to be labeled as a pitch. Am I correct, Steve? Yeah, it's a backward pass. That's a fumble. That's a live ball once it hits the turf. Haas does a good job just bouncing on it. Live to play another down, as we always say. Second and long, but uh, 
Ball's going to be spot on 35. It's going to be a loss of seven, Steve. Yeah, and that's okay. Again, clock's running. Uh, seven, mm-hmm. 7.15 and counting. You have an eight-point lead, so that clock's to your advantage if you're Marple Newtown. Second down and 17. Seven minutes to go. Marple Newtown leads by eight. Fallows, the deep back. Paoletti under center. There is a flag. It looks like it's going to be in an area of... Encroachment or I think offsides? encroachment. I think the defense, the D lineman calls the offensive lineman to jump. We're going to send it down to the head referee. And maybe not. It looks like Tiger defenders. Dead ball foul. Legal procedure. Offense. Second down. Marple Newtown continues to go in the opposite direction. First a seven-yard loss. Now to five yards. Going to back them all the way up to second down and 22. Not what you want if you're coach kicking in this offense, but with Paletti at quarterback, um, you, you have a lot of faith in this team. We'll see where they go here on second and 22. But even with that penalty, the clock continues to run, so you like to see that clock continue to get drained. As there seems to be another penalty. And, that's, and you know, that's a credit to the offensive line of staying disciplined, but also Anthony Paletti with that hard count. This time it's going to be encroachment, so the Tigers regain those five yards. Back to back to back penalty or uh, back to back penalties uh, here. So Marble Newtown, as you said, regains that five yards they lost previously. So back to second and seventeen. Once again, clock continues to run. Mm-hmm. Interesting. In the last minute has gone off the clock. It's all come from either encroachment or off or offsides. Second down and 17. Abel's going in motion. Paoletti decides to keep it. Throws it even though it was nearly intercepted by Santos. Interesting play. He got hit as he was throwing it, Steve. Yeah, it looked like he's, again, he, he wants to make a play out there. Going down. Um, looked almost intercepted, but I, I see where he wanted to go there. Try to find the man. Uh, but again, you take that sack. Yeah, maybe a loss of yards, but that clock continues to run. Um, but we'll see what coach can comes here third and long. Eric, you're right down there. What is Coach Gicking telling his troops? He's. Uh, it sounds like he's he's saying exactly what Steve was just talking about. Let this clock go. If you don't have anything, um, at least go down and, and just let the clock keep going. We're late in the fourth quarter here, and uh, you know we don't want to give Pembo a chance to uh, get the ball back and have a chance to strike and tie this game. Hell, Eddie. Uh, shotgun rolling, going deep down the field. Wide receiver, Abel Hoff is tackled in the secondary. Referee took out his flag and put it back in his pocket. I, I have to say that's unbelievable, Steve. kind of reminds me of that Detroit Lions-Cowboys game last year where you know, the flag is thrown. This time the flag's not. I mean, that flag is... Is out and he tucks it back in. Um, Marple Newtown staff is furious. That that's crazy, man. Maybe he thought in this year's inter- pass interference and maybe the feet got tangled up, but tripped up. That's the only thing that explains. But you saw three defenders on Hoff as he was going down the field. Yeah, that the ref saw something we didn't see, obviously. But again, that, that that's tough. I mean, that flags out. You gotta. Mm-hmm. Again, you got to see it back on film. We got no replay here, but it's a big call though because it huge call. The first down, the Marple Newtown want to drain the clock. Now filming comes in the punt. Bowman back 
And it's going to roll all the way into the end zone. Penwood will get the ball on the 20-yard line to begin this drive with six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. So the ball rolls into the end zone. That's okay. So uh, Penwood will get the ball to 20. 6.02 to go, eight-point game. Again, they got to score, get a two-point conversion. Um, got to go 80 yards. You still got to play. Can't be worried about the penalty. That's in the pass now. For Marble Newtown, when you thought Penwood was going to score two drives ago, they stuff him inside the two-yard line. Last time, fourth and one, they stuff him. So back-to-back great defensive efforts by the Tigers. Let's see if they can do it for the third time in a row. Penwood comes out. It's going to be a spread formation for Carroll. Four wide receivers. Looking, looking, screen past the Ruley, going across the middle of the field, still on his feet. And he is going to be tripped up at the 44-yard line, 24-yard gain. So a great play call there by Penwood as they get it to Ruley on the screens. When you're a defender, you, yes, it, and when it's an easy rush in there, you think, uh, screen, let's retrace our steps. But a good job there by Penwood on uh, first down to pick up another one. Keep these chains moving. Marvel Newtown comes out man-to-man across the board. It's going to be a handoff to Ruley. Up the gut is able to pick up three. Coach Coach Gicking down the line, the sidelines. Eric, he is fired up down there. Yeah, Chris Gicking's just trying to get his troops ready to go, trying to just instill some confidence in them and let this uh, let them close the game out. Um, he, <laughs> I haven't seen him fired up like that all game till now. I see him from the booth, and he is putting his hands up. He is yelling. He wants some emotion. He's coming out. This could be the game right here. Second down and six for Penwood. Shotgun formation. Terrell looking, looking. It's going to be a swing past the rule. He comes down with it, puts the Jets on, picks up the first down. Ball's going to be spotted on the 42. Looked like he was going to be stopped, sure, but he keeps on going so quick and elusive. He picks up another Penwood first down. Clock will stop as the chains reset. 5.03 to go here in the fourth quarter, down by eight. Penwood's driving. You have the key on Rooley. Rooley's the, the main threat out of the backfield. Shotgun formation. Tails looking, looking. Throws it deep down the field. Nearly intercepted coming across from Marple Newtown was number six, Tayron Johnson. Good coverage by Johnson. Good pressure there by Miller and Trainer coming off the edge there. Looked like he almost had a sack. But Terrell did a good job of getting that ball away. Incomplete. Second down. Good job, Tiger defense. 4.49 remaining in this fourth quarter. Critical drive. This could be the drive of the game. Second down and 10 after the incomplete pass. Terrell comes out. Shotgun. Ruley is going to take the handoff, go up the gut, bounces to the outside. Who is tackled from behind? Number 52 of Marple Newtown makes a great play, the Captain McKee. Could be play of the game. I mean, he just got the ankles of Ruley. It looked like he had outside a lot of room to run. If he makes a cut here or there, 
he could be gone, if not a big game. But great job there by Matt McTee, the senior captain playing linebacker. Third down, huge here for the Tiger defense. Rule, he's able to pick up three on the carry, setting up third down and seven with four minutes to go. Big down, four down territory for the Patriots. Carroll's looking, looking, throwing it over the middle. He has Vaughn for the first down as Marple Newtown stacks him up and throws him down as Snyder. Well, you got to watch out with the late flag there. But a first down, good connection from Terrell to Vaughn. Pressure again by number 56, Trainer. He's been doing a great job getting off the ball, using a move there as a defensive end. But Terrell doing a good job getting the ball out of his hands for a first down. Nine-yard gain. Comes out. No huddle. Rule. goes up the gut once again. Stacked up. Looks like for a gain of two. Good job by Lazawicki to initially slow down the runner as a slew of Tiger defenders come in and make a stop. So good job there on first down by the defense. In this situation, do you more likely key on on the running back or are you going to go man-to-man on the outside? You've seen Bowens and what he can do in the open field. Well, again, you have so many playmakers if you're Penwood. I mean, right now I think the ball's either in Terrell or Ruley's hands. Um, right now, it's been working so far on this drive, but don't be surprised Terrell looks to throw. Clock continues to tick down. 3-10 remaining. It's going to be misdirection going to Ruley up the gut, and he is stuffed for about a yard or two. So, again, that jet motion coming back with the counter there. So elusive really is. Uh, he picks up about a yard there, but good job. Good discipline by that Tigers defense. They've seen it before. That jet motion can throw you off. You don't know if it's sweep, if the QB's going to roll out or hand it off. This time, again, you see a counter play, but defense is there to stop it. Third down and seven, 2.30 remaining. Ball spot on the 27-yard line. Terrell rolling out. He's going to roll out to his right side. He's going to roll back. He's going to get taken down by number 56, a Marble Newtown trainer. Another captain on that Tiger defense. Big loss of yards. Two minutes remaining. It was coming sooner or later. Trainer continuously is getting pressure on that quarterback. He's beating that tight end or tackle on his side. Finally comes with a big play. Good job by the defensive backfield, though, to force that as well. It's going to be a big loss of yards. It's going to set up fourth down and 24 all the way back to the 44. Two minutes. You have to think this one's going through the air, Steve. Yeah, fourth down. This is fourth down. This is ball game. If you're the Patriots, who I believe only have one or two time, two timeouts remaining here. Coach Gickings telling his defense to get back. He has Carmen Christiana being the spy in the secondary addition to Abelhoff. Throws it over the middle. It is nearly caught. It is dropped by Bowens. Marple Newtown will take over on the 44-yard line. There's only a minute and 24 seconds left to go. Story tonight is that defense, especially in that second half. Offense did their job putting up points in the first half. Defense has come to play. Three huge stops so far. Maybe four. I'm losing track, but he's doing they're doing a great job out there. Now they'll come back on offense. They gotta get at least a first down here. Penwood can only stop the clock twice, but one first down is going to do it. One first down will secure the game. There's a player down on the field. We're gonna take a break. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network.
Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Welcome back. Marple Newtown takes over. Leading 22 to 14 with 124 remaining in the fourth quarter. Paoletti comes out. Shotgun formation. Trips to the near side. In motion goes Weathers. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows off the right side. Staying on his feet. He's going to pick up nine yards on that carry. He's going to be spotted at the 47-yard line. Great job there by the ghost for a nice nine-yard gain on first down. But a flag is down, a late flag. 
This is a big, big flag, Steve, because we're going to send it down to the head ref. Game ball. Personal foul. It's against Marple Newtown, Steve. <laughs> Referee doesn't know his mic's still on. Sounds like he's talking to the entire stadium, Steve. I have the time and that's unfortunate penalty. A nice nine-yard gain, but it's going to come back 15 yards from the spot. That's a dead ball throw. So wherever the ball ended up, then they're going to mark off 15 yards. So Coach Gickings at midfield. He's still talking to the referee, wondering what's going on. So does the ball come back after the yardage? After this, it's a dead ball fail. So nine yards you get, minus fifteen. So now it's really okay. Uh, it's not fifteen from you know from you know where the ball started. It's where the ball ended up. So my question is, he doesn't even say a player. He doesn't even say anything. What's going on now? Does the clock continue to run even though it's a death ball foul? Now, but I believe someone might have called a timeout. All right, so Penwood took a timeout. Not knowing. They called a timeout before they saw the flag. Okay. That's why they were complaining. So it's going to be another handoff. The foul is off the same side. He's going to get stuffed at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be spot on the 40. So they're going to give him four yards on the carry. Penwood takes a timeout. We're going to keep it here. As this is a huge play, Steve, you're able to pick up four yards. Able to get down. There's about 110 on the clock. Yeah, so zero timeouts left for Penwood. They have none remaining with 111 to go. Clock is stopped. Coach Gickens out there in the huddle. So third down, obviously you want to keep the ball on the ground. You want to pick up a first down, but you also want to keep the ball on the ground. Now when I say the ground, maybe a screen, screen pass, pass or a, a bubble. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the status of Abel Hoff right now. But if you can get a tight end screen, some type of screen there, running back or receiver, you know, just like a run play, but again, get your guys in the open field rather than just handing it off, something that the defense is expecting. Mm-hmm. First down here, it's a ball game, but again, probably can't pick up a first down. Clock's going to keep running. You punt it away. Give Penwood probably another three or four shots to get it in the end zone. Marble Newtown has a bunch of players in on the formation talking to Chris Kicking. Eric, along the sidelines, you see players going in and out. What do you think Coach Kicking has got up his sleeve? You know, Dave, I'm not really sure. I, I kind of figured he would just do a, a run play here, try to keep the clock going uh, with Penwood not having any timeouts left. But he's sending receivers in now, so <laughs> it's kind of a crazy situation right now. We'll see what happens. Back up to you, Dave. Thank you, Eric. As Paoletti comes out, shotgun formation of one eleven remaining on the clock. It's going to be a keeper by Paoletti off the right side. He's going to find his way all the way up to the Pen- Marble Newtown 49. So they're going to give Penwood an additional timeout because they did not count it due to the other penalty. So they're going to burn it now. So that's huge. That stops the clock at 104. So you're going to sound the punting unit with Philman. you got to keep your head, Steve. Those penalties come back to bite you. Definitely. So that's huge. Not no, wasn't sure what happened there after that penalty, if they used it or not. They didn't use it because of the penalty. The clock was stopped after the dead ball fell. Just burned two timeouts, fourth down and five. Do you go for it? You're at midfield. you got to putt this away. you, you got to make them. 
go to distance. Again, they have no timeouts. You give them the ball, you don't get it. You give them the ball midfield with no timeouts. It's a lot different than maybe giving the ball inside the 30, 25-yard line with no timeouts. You also risk the chance of the ball snapping over the punter's head, though, additionally. You do. I mean. A lot of things to factor in. That's why I don't want to be a head coach. I like broadcasting from this booth. I'll tell you what. In all my football years, I've never seen a punter or a long snapper like Kyle Tobin. No? Number 42. I mean, he slings that ball back there. He's only a sophomore. Uh, now, I don't want to jinx him here. Knock on wood. <laughs> but if we can get a, a solid snap here by Tobin, as he's always done, and a nice punt by Philman, that's going to set up the Tigers' defense very well. And what ready for a fake in case it happens. Philman ready to boot this one away. It's a low snap. Philman has it up. Booms it all the way down. Santos has no chance to recover. It's going to roll all the way down to the 11-yard line. Incredible kick by Philman. That's a smart job. Great kick by Philman. Smart job by the Tigers staying away from it, letting that, letting the refs call it a dead ball. This way, a little more time runs off the clock. Um, so 52.4 to go. Eight-point game. If you're Penwood... Um, you know, running's not out of the eye. I know you have no timeouts, but you've seen them with that jet counter. Um, as a little swing pass here and there. Just get your guy in open field. If you get uh, really in open field, he can make them, some things happen. But obviously you're going to see probably three, four wide. Try to get downfield. Try to get out of bounds. Uh, but expect a hurry-up offense here. And a pre-fed defense. you got Johnson, Christiana, and Mathis all playing 20 yards off the ball. 52 seconds remaining. Ball spotted on the 11-yard line for Terrell. He's going to throw it down the field. And it is intercepted. Intercepted by number five, no, number six of Marple Newtown. The sophomore comes back, gets a big interception that clinched the game. Great job there. Tayron Johnson being patient. Comes up with the interception. Great job there by Marple Newtown and Tayron Johnson. Defense once again comes up huge in this second half. They are the story of the second half. By far, and uh, you know, Penwood did an excellent job of trying to fight back tonight. But Marble Newtown's going to come come out of this victorious with 45 seconds left. And exactly what you said earlier, you said Johnson was going to prove himself. He had the early fumble in the first quarter, came back on defense, comes up with the game clinching interception with 45 seconds remaining. All about bouncing back. He did a good job there, doing it. And uh, all they need is. The best formation of football, victory formation. Get that ball snapped to Paoletti, take a few steps, and kneel it. And Marple Newtown's going in the locker room. 2-0, ready to go to Harriton next week for their first Central League game. First Central League game as they both played four A-teams this season. Paoletti comes out. And Penwood's going to travel to Haverford, a Central League opponent, next week. Pedaletti takes a knee. That'll be the first knee. They need two to clinch this game. They're going to let the clock wind down. Clock continues to drain. This will be the last play of the game as the victory formation. Pedaletti under center. Snap takes a knee, and that will do it. Marple Newtown is on their way to 2-0, where they will travel to Harriet next week for their first Central League matchup. Penwood falls to 1-1, 
Final score, 22-14 Tigers. And again, story of the second half, defense, defense, defense. Coach Harry kicking, caught a great second half as the defense came up big. DiCamillo, Trainer, McKee, you saw Tayron Johnson, Christiana, a lot of them came up big today for the Tigers. Penwood fought very, very tough. It was a good first half, followed by a great second half, fought by Penwood, but Marlboro Newtown. With another victory, 2-0 going in next week, as we said, into Harriton for their first Central League matchup. Now, Eric, what are your thoughts on the game? You know, Dave, I'm I'm thinking right now Chris Kaken should give his father should give his father Harry a raise. What a great defensive game called, especially in the second half by Harry. Um, the Tigers made some fourth down stops, I think twice in the second half. And you know their offense wasn't the greatest in the second half, but they did just enough to uh, burn some clock and and win the game two and zero. Pretty sweet. Thank you, Eric. Is Marple Newtown? Came out offensively, came out early in the first half, had the early fumbles, early turnovers, able to bounce back. Strong performance, like Steve said, in the second half by the defense. Goal line stand, interception, the clinch by Johnson. Players all around making contributions. Marple Newtown, again, wins their second game in a row, 22-14. to Next week, the Tigers Radio Network will be on the road and will play the Rams of Harridan High School on the campus of Harridan High School with a 7 o'clock kickoff on Friday, September 14th in Rosemont, PA. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network and can be heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2015 season, and listen to an archive of this or any other of our other broadcasts on Marple Newtown Football. Follow us on Twitter at MN Tigers and at MN Athletics and on Instagram at MN Tigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric DePentima, head football coach Chris Gicking, dean of students and athletic director Chris Gicking, engineer, statistician, and executive producer Jim Olsman. Thank you to the following sponsors that made this broadcast possible. The Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sproul Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Bryn Moore Glass, DZO Mechanical, and Zenith Public Adjusters. I'm Dave DePasco from the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com.